Yeah. yeah. That's okay. It's fine. Yeah. But that's that's why they can edit stuff. So okay. it's the immersive irony experience. It's what it is right now. Doing another podcast. It's me, it's Alan. We did not yeah. actually kick Alex out. I had nothing to really do with that tweet other than be at the bar next to What's going on, Alex? Wait, wait, what happened? I got kicked out of what? So when we were at Carowinds, me and uh, Mr. Super Weenie Hup Jr., yeah. um, we, and we'll get further into the whole tale of, of that day, but um, he's just sitting there and he's like, I'm going to fuck with Parks Go. Oh, uh, like, okay. go ahead. Well, I missed it. So, so he, he tweeted, he's like, he, he tweeted, I was like, Poll who gets kicked out of Park Scope and like listed everybody. And I think you ended up as the highest vote getter, followed by Nick very closely by. Did um, I really? No, nobody gets Sweet. kicked out of Park Scope. <laughs> <laughs> We're like not even really part of Park Scope. I'm like, I can't kick anybody out. I have no capacity to enforce that. I feel like you have to actually get Park Scope in your name on Twitter and then you're allowed to be part of the official real crew. I think that's hot work. Maybe it's not. I have no idea. But nonetheless, I. I don't officially represent Parkscope. I'm kind of a, a independent contractor of sorts. And um, anyways, so we're going to talk about parks. Basically going to be a trip report episode, uh, unless you want to talk about any of the new stuff that's been announced. Yeah, a little bit of news. A little, little here, a little there, negative, a little positive. But I can't think we we got to mention a few things. Let's just go I into it, right? The number yeah, one thing so... that's happened in the last weekend, or the last week, was, uh, we'll start with the, well, they're both negative, um, on different levels. Uh, Vortex is closing yep. at Kings Island after 33 years, after they uh, tweeted a year to the day saying it's rumors, the rumors of its demise are vastly overrated or whatever they said. So, um, I, yeah, I will tell like, anybody... Anybody that wants to can search my history. I've always liked Vortex. I love Arrow Looper, so uh, yeah, that sucks. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I feel like it's got to be an operational, like budget-wise thing. Like it, they're like looking at the budget of how much it's going to cost to operate and maintain Orion, and be like, well, you know, Cedar Fair wants us to remove the the the, the low low ridership, high cost rides, and guess that's that's what they had to do so i, I, mean, I don't think it had anything to do with op, the operational life they they could have kept that thing going yeah i agree with you i think there could have been plenty of stuff that they could have done to keep it up and running i don't buy the, the operational life thing either just I and just they could have uh done something to increase the ridership by a huge amounts <laughs> yeah six flags is is like noted for this like you throw new trains on it call it Ultra Vortex, and you know, you you put onboard audio, and suddenly there's a big line again. So or you know. or get Sunkit in there or something like that. Like there's so many options. So it is what it is. I mean, I'm not happy about it. No, um, me neither. So emergency trip has been initiated. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make an emergency trip out there because of my you know, work stuff, but we'll see. I mean, I I wouldn't mind riding at least the last weekend, but I know that. Especially closing day, it's going to have a hellified line. Um, yeah, we're not going closing. That would be stupid. So. Yeah, but it's it's going to be a good, you know, it's going to be a good long wait for the last day, kind of it was for the first day. Um, it's been a very popular ride at that park for a long time. I know the ridership's down, but it's also a capacity beat. Had three trains running, you know, pretty pretty consistently. So it's pumping through a thousand people an hour. Um, you know, it sucks to lose capacity. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. It, it's always a bummer. 
And I wish they could have done some stuff to it to, to upgrade it, to bring it into the 21st century, but they chose not to. And, you know, it, to me, it it's not as, as... It's not the biggest possible loss at King's Island, but it's up there. Um, it's yeah, I it's mean, definitely one of the most it's... notable coasters I can recall being taken down in a while. I'd say even more than... I mean, I know that Shockwave at Great America was a larger ride, but it didn't have that same kind of fan base or love so and i didn't care at the time because i had graded screen machine in like you know my backyard but yeah i mean you still have viper even now which by the way just got like heavily rehabbed and will probably run for another five years so yeah yeah so that's that's good um uh yeah i would have chosen a few other rides at that park over that so but oh well you know um then i've heard like weird rumors that i don't even want to believe but other things like maybe Anaconda was next, but then Volcano happened, so they switched things around. I mean, everybody like there was a lot of stuff about Gemini. There's been stuff about Excalibur at Valley Fair for years. Which well, that's you know, that, whenever they decide to finally do that 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 expansion, that will happen. But like yeah. they don't want to put money into that park, so it just keeps keeps on going. Yeah, so, I mean, I even get a chance to ride it last time I was there because they they opened it so late with the rest of the park it was all roped off. And, um. Yeah, my yeah, next time yeah, of going to Valley Fair will be either when they add another coaster to Valley Fair, or they announce that closing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. That's I'm I'm in no real rush to get there. That or if I I go out for this, which is always a yeah, I kind of I want to go back to that. Ariel's interested in that too, and she hasn't been so. But that's that's kind of low on her our list of stuff to go since she hasn't been to Texas or Southern California. So yeah, but anyways, those, anyways, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess the uh, other there's a bunch of negative stuff we can talk about. Um, uh, Mexico. Yeah, Mexico is the bigger one. Um, yeah. Ooh. You know, there's not really any point in speculating. I think as to the cause right now, it'll be you know reported probably in Spanish, and maybe we'll never hear about it unless somebody decides to let us know on the internet. But it's pretty obvious, though. I don't need to really speculate, but it's pretty obvious what happened. But yeah. Um. I mean, video shown and then some gruesome pictures that I saw. Um, I guess the question is: is it is it something that's similar? You know, so, so we need to the tell where we're talking about the, well, the park yeah. and then the name of the ride here. Um, There's, I think it's Capultec or something like that, or Capultec. Yeah, and I, I don't know if I'm that surprised because I don't hear very good things about it operational-wise from this park. Um, like a lot of people seem to like. This is the park that has the Mobius coaster that runs one coaster, one train on it. For God's yeah. sakes. Yeah, the Montana Rusa, and they got rid of the NAD trains and replaced them with junk. Yeah, like, CCI. Yeah. Um, yeah, like just a whole bunch of of just bad. And they actually, so they also run the park in Guadalajara, too. The Bullet? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, okay. they are also involved with Selva Magica, just for the record. So, Which is, like, even higher on my list. So, yeah. So, I'm pretty sure this coaster's done now. I, I can't see a, a, a world uh, where this yeah. reopens. So, Camara, I yeah. I mean, and, you know, honestly, you know, I, I got, you know, it's easy to say for me, because I go with the crowder, but, you know, like... Look, it killed two people. It's one of those kind of accidents, too, where, you know, how it's not do like you... It, it's not like it just crashed. Like, something, a major, like, like brakes fail sometimes, or, you know, the computers do stupid things and crash trains into the, each other, and, you know, people are bruised up pretty 
pretty bad, but and maybe paralyzed. But like, like the car this, falls off. Like this that's like a final destination thing, you know? Like this up. is yeah, you yeah, can this is see bad. It exiting the last loop, and you can just see the last car is just like wildly fishtailing, and then uh, sometime after that, it completely disconnected from the train, and th- that's like roller coaster the movie scenario almost, or or yeah. Final Destination, as you said. It's it's terrifying, and <sighs> we're supposed to like pretend that this stuff is always a hundred percent safe. You know, Ariel, she she said after we rode Kate in the car, she was like the entire time she was riding that. That's all that was on her mind because that's the next thing we rode because we 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 were in we were waiting for our show at Great Adventure to start, and then after that we went and rode um, King the car, and she was like got off and like all I could think of was what happened in Mexico. <laughs> We've seen there's been a bunch of there were those two. Uh, I mean, obviously these are not Western built rides, but two pendulum rides that crashed and killed us here. Uh, sort of in Central Asia, um, you know, where basically horrible engineering and the whole thing collapsed. We've had that. Yeah, um, but this is a Schwarzkopf. I mean, this is a Schwarzkopf. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's the second time it's happened. It's basically yeah, it's the a, same layout of coaster. Very, um, very similar to what happened at Galaxy Land back in the 80s. But again, that was, it, it wasn't really built well from the beginning. And, uh, you know, it happened very early in its lifetime. So you can kind of be traced back to that just the manufacturing itself at this at this point this coaster is what 30 some years old so yeah on lord knows what location at this stage. yeah so who knows if ndt is being done or or you know so but anyways it's a shame and uh it's unfortunate because it's a really cool skorshkov and uh it's unfortunate that it has to end like this because of the negligence of the park so we assume that I, I assume it's probably negligent, but who knows? It could be they bought parts and you know those parts were faulty. Oh, we're, yeah, yeah, that could be. I it mean, too. there's any number of different things that could have happened. I, you know, I know they did a lot of work to it early this year. Uh, yeah, so track I, work. Yeah, yeah. I so I don't know what to say about it. I mean, I you know, there's nothing really. I think sort of a thorough investigation is done. Hopefully, we get a good, honest one out of the folks down in Mexico, and we get some answers out of it. And, uh, you know, that it it ensures after we get those answers that people are safe in the future. But, you know, to me, uh, the first thing you, you, you have to say is, like, it's very sad, you know, what happened to the two people that were killed on the ride. Yeah. Um, and it's nothing that, you know, it's something we always try to avoid thinking about. But, you know, in recent years, the accidents that we've seen are consistently not uh, not rider error. They're not uh, usually yeah, people the, standing up on the rides anymore. It's the first thing I thought about was the Ohio State Fair. Yeah, um, I mean, because I mean, it was like, but that's I feel like that's even worse because it was that yeah. because that was at a welded joint where this was obviously it's you know it's a it's a it was a, it's most likely the axle the wheel assembly felt uh, failed from the um from the axle so there's a point where it can obviously fail because it's a bolt bolted joint, but where that was just a weld that that's even more terrifying. Yeah. And then, but, and then basically like the aftermath of that was like, yeah, we, that was a mistake <laughs> in design. Uh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that, and we that, addressed, that was. and apparently that was addressed too. It was just one of the older, uh, KMG fireballs. That's correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they figured it out, and then the newer ones didn't have that 
that joint anymore, and but it didn't help the ones that were out there already. And no, they really, no, or that they, they were not like, putting out a, a bulletin to you know take those how off to the road pro- so. or properly you know check for you know internal corrosion, which is kind of hard to since it was an inaccessible location. But it should yeah, still I, should have been able to uh, X-ray and see things like that. But regardless, I mean, I, I feel you know I don't even know how KMG hasn't been sued into non-existence this point to be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, um, anyways, uh, illumination you know, thing last it, night. Yeah, we'll talk about another sad thing, I guess. Right, illuminations. Ended well. Sad for some people, I guess. Um, depends. Like I, 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 so so many people are so so bad about it, and I didn't really think much about the uh, the uh, the show. I, I I saw it. I went into it with a open mind, and I just thought it was okay. I thought it was outdated, especially that globe. But um, at the same time, like I, I was like I did not say anything about anybody's like because people are torn up about it, and I understand that because like I'm. Not everyone likes the Arrow Looper, but I do, and I'm torn up about that. So I don't want people to say that you're, you're, you know, you shouldn't feel bad about that closing. But like, I get it. Long, long run, and uh, the new show starts like now. Yeah. <laughs> As we're recording, it's about to start, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, very um, soon. you know, I, uh, I have not seen. You know, I saw it in. The- forever ago it, it was a fine show i guess obviously it lasted for a long time and it was very impactful and lots of people liked it um if if you like I, really good fireworks go to Laurent. i guess you'll love it but again i, I liked Laurent's show more but i i don't know i just thought it was boring compared to what even what they do um these days just like with more interact or more more, you know, technology. It's, it's, like, it's something people grew up with. That's what it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what I said. Like, of, I, you know, there's it's a lot of nostalgia that... for it. I get it. Right. You know, but it's also a show. Like, it's not like a ride. Like, shows come and go. It's very long. It's very. It's not very often a show lasts twenty years. So that's I'm... that's why I feel like people are like don't understand. That's why it kind of baffles me a little bit because it's a show. Like, well, like the Main Street Electrical Parade lasted forever and. It... Oh, but that um, always comes back. Yeah, it would, and it probably will again. Um, <laughs> they they, but, they rule that out anytime there's low attendance. <laughs> they're like, strap some band-aids to it. Let's go. Got some zip ties. We got this bad boy on the road again. Tug at the emotions um, of people to get them to come back. <laughs> no, but so the thing is, okay, I accept that there are some people out there who, you know, I don't want to say it's like the holistic aspect of going to the theme park, but like... They do go to the theme park for, for not, I would say more than just rides, but for things that aren't the rides. And those people, for the record, I think are definitely the minority. And if you need proof of that, then look at how Galaxy's Edge continues to not draw people beyond, you know, the median of what either Disneyland always drew when, you know, season passes were allowed in, or Disney World now when it's still not busy. Like... People want people want to generally go on rides. That's the overwhelming majority of people. But there's a subset of people within the theme park fandom, generally almost exclusively in the Disney park fandom, for who the shows are, are you know an equivalent aspect. And I know that for them the Illuminations thing is a bummer. But honestly, the new shiny things coming gonna have probably way more explosions. 
Lots more Disney music. Everybody sits there and says that they don't like Disney characters, but at the end of the day, they're all the same people that are sitting there crying about how beautiful Worlds of Color is. And they're going to get all that they want in terms of more songs and more IP character stuff. And and I, if does this is this new thing include? Yeah, yeah. Then um, not going to be all that much different fireworks. No, it's probably going to be. It'll probably be just more <laughs> stuff, like more new things. No, probably They'll be just fine. change it up the the uh, when they shoot them up, so it'll be seem different, but it's going to be the same thing. More In a week right? or a week and a half, you know, people will probably forget that illuminations exist unless they do something like really offensive during the show. Like it's know? like really bad, like really bad. So like worlds of color or um, rivers of light, bad. Yeah, like, or even, like... People don't like, like that? Like, they would have to shine, you know, like, um, Calvin urinating on the Horizons logo. Like, that's basically what they're going to have to do to alienate the... Because deep down, the audience is just... Disney fans are going to be happy with 95% of what you put in front of them, as long as you spend enough money. They like, love the Skyliner that they've been complaining about forever. Yeah, they they now everybody loves it, which is hilarious. I mean, like, who could have thought the Skyliner was going to be super cool? Um, but really if, as long as they re- spend money, that's all that matters. Like if they spend tons of money and just blow cash on anything, so it looks expensive, then it's great. So, yeah. so, anyways, I think that's about it for uh, we can talk about. You know, stuff is starting to be built and lots lots of construction, and uh, you know, it's an exciting time to watch the internet for updates. But um, that's that's the main stuff, really. I'd say, yeah. right? I'd say so. So, I guess we got some trip reports. We should oh, do. Europa Park. Did you know that Rolanica was adding a dark ride? Yes. Was that announced previously? Because until they showed off the, uh, the 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 vehicle, I had no idea. Yeah, I think they did. I think they announced it earlier this year. Okay, well, I missed that. When I saw it, like, I already kind of wanted to go to Rolanica the next time I go to Europa. Uh but like next time I go to Europa, it's probably it most definitely is going to be with Ariel, and she was like, I don't want to go to a water park. Then I told her about the dark run, and she's like, Oh, <laughs> she's yeah, like, maybe we want to go now. So yeah, I hope that it stays open. It'd be really cool if that water park stays open past the uh, amusement park. But who knows? Or maybe we do know, and uh, whatever. <laughs> Regardless, it, I, I saw I, I drove past it, and that 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 facility is huge. Oh my God, is it gigantic? Wow, it's amazing. Uh, it's gonna probably be, I mean, if you've been to Europa, you you know what to expect on a level of detail and experience. It's gonna be one of the best water parks in the world, probably. So. Yeah, and, but, and then and then they've got the new um, then they have their new Pirates of Batavia replacement. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have that to look forward to. Finished too. So. And another another coaster's on the uh, horizon as well. So. They just never stop building. Well, that park's gonna get. That park's going to be really screaming towards, um, you know, expanding their market, you know, well past where it is now mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. really like stretching into France and stuff with some of the stuff they have. Because they have their own um, their own plans, essentially, for their own version of the Skyliner, except it's going to be like an eight mile run right, from and France. So you can, yeah, you park in France and, and yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> The, the the mock family just never stops. No, <laughs> never. No. Thank goodness. A- we including have them. the automated uh eight, uh, uh, eight uh, the 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 beer pour that pours eight individual one liter uh beers at a time. That that that's pretty awesome. So 
So good of them. Yes. All right, let's get into your trip reports uh, to get you a little bit caught up, but not quite caught up. And then we are going to go into my first of three segments of Europe. And uh, we're going to start with uh, we're going to start with the negative stuff first. Um, now, we'll get into that later, but uh, that that's your teaser. So uh, where did, what have you been doing since uh, we last talked about a month and a half ago? Let's see. I think... We did not even get to chat about... Did we talk about Six Flags Great America? No. So, just before I left for Japan, I went to Six Flags Great America the weekend prior because I have passes and Max Force is open. Oh. So, Meredith and I rode Max Force. Um, got there at opening, you know, nice and early. As a matter of fact, we were there for a season pass holder appreciation day. So, we got into the park. We ended up... Uh, we were going to ride Superman... But it broke down, so then we ended up writing The Dark Knight, because it's there. Pretty much exclusively, that's the reason why. Um, still, honestly, impressive for Six Flags to have that kind of pre-show, queue line, you know, whole thing, except it's a real shame that it goes to a, a wild mouse, just a standard wild mouse. Um, yeah. Which, of course, is always the problem with it. Um, Batman, Batman was also open. For... ones, but still yeah. it's a wild mouse. Yeah, um, Batman was also open. We skipped that because we wanted to be towards the front of the line for Max Force, which we were. We ended up being, I think, on the second or third train of the day. So once once the park actually opened, because as pass holders we were, you know, in there so much earlier than the normal people, and then just a very short walk from the sort of the rope drop space. Ride has a really bad capacity. Um, we ended up getting back seat. Did not get front. What are you gonna do? Are they um, assigning seats, or...? They were assigning seats, yep. Okay. So okay. No I'm okay with that on a new attraction. That's fine. Yeah, I'm fine with it, too, especially when you've got, like, two 12-passenger trains or whatever it is that they've got for that lady. You know, I think it's, it's not... 16, isn't it? I, I think, think it's, it's a four-car train. Yeah. yeah, maybe that's it. I mean, it's not very long. And, and honestly, like, the cycle time, it spends about as much time, like, hooking up to the bogey for the launch as it does the actual ride itself. Like, oh, it oh, takes sure. a little while... You know, you get parked in to get ready for the launch. Um, the area at this time, and this is, you know, the last weekend of August, basically, uh, was kind of sparse. No surprise, there's a basically a tunnel there that you go through at the very beginning, and then you go up into the first inversion. And, you know, it, it's got this kind of Formula One theme, which doesn't really carry over in any way other than the cars and the signage. Um Launch is, is very good. I mean, it's definitely strong. It's definitely very sudden to go from, you know, under two seconds to get up to about 70-something miles an hour. 78, I think, is a listed to look it up right now. Uh, honestly, you hit the airtime bump, which you take at, you know, full speed. Kind of like the Millennium Force little airtime hill when you're getting at the very end of the ride. That's basically what I would equivalent, or equivalent it to. 78 miles per hour. Yeah, I mean, it's fast, but it's it's the angle of it is not anything that's going to cause you to be, like, launched into a super ejector. That's a very kind of shallow hill. And then you, you go through, basically, at that point, you go through the inversions, and then at the end of the fifth inversion, you hit the brakes. And honestly, the ride doesn't do anything a whole lot from a force perspective. The inversions look cool. You go through them. I mean, certainly, you know, I think the, the height of the top inversion is like 175 feet so it's very high up there but 
you know, in a way, I mean, it kind of fits some of the stuff that they've got at that park, like how Goliath is a really middling RMC. In fact, the worst RMC, I think, probably out there. Um, kind of the same thing here. It's like it's there, but it's nothing really spectacular. It doesn't... I mean, our, uh, RCD's the duration is 23 seconds. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. How's the launch though? Is the launch forceful? The launch is uh, the launch is very forceful. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, do you does you it, know you're booking? You know, uh, very short period of time. Did you do? You wrote hypersonic. No, I did not write hypersonic. Oh, uh, okay. Can't compare it to that then. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, it's they're fairly close to one another in terms of their forces. How is the world's fastest inversion? It's okay. <laughs> it's just a barrel that goes really fast. Yeah, yeah. I just so. you know. It's like you're getting like crazy hang time or anything like that. It's just it's there and you do it and you're like okay. So I, I like, mean, the, the, the force level. Would you say the force level is similar to Steel Curtain? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then. probably about that. But I mean, like Steel Curtain's not super forceful. That's then that's that's what I was kind of expecting. So with with a kind of a really powerful launch. So. Uh, I mean, like I said, this is not a bad ride. I don't want people to, like, sit there and be like, Alan says it's bad. I'm just saying, it's like, it's... Like, I wouldn't want to wait two and a half hours for this thing. You know what I'm saying? I'd like, I waited... I'd be, I'd be running to the uh, the Flash Pass office. <laughs> yeah, I waited, like, 20 minutes, and that's about what I'd be willing to wait for in the future, which means I may never ride it again. I I accept this as a possibility. Um, but, you know, compared to the other stuff that's at the park that's way more fun, like... You know, whether it's American Eagle, Viper, Raging Bull, X-Flight. We also wrote X-Flight when we were there because X-Flight's really fun. Uh, Batman, uh, Superman, even though it has just a painfully bad weight, just still a better ride. Did you do the Wizard? I did not do Wizard because by the time we got off Max Force... Goodness. You gotta remember, like, it's next to Max Force in terms of, like, the entrances. Well, at least it's getting more love then. Yeah, I mean, it was, like, up to a 30-minute wait, you know... A half an hour into the park being open, so it's like okay. I mean, yeah, I could either wait half an hour for that or walk on to the front seat of X Flight. So. Did they did they say Service Life when they uh, temporarily announced its closure? I wonder. I think they did. <laughs> Though that I was told, I was told by a reliable source that that was in in a way a cover because they were planning to wait back that, to supposedly. Like, so like over Texas. Yeah. That's like that bring, was a story that I heard. I don't. That would know be the weirdest true. thing ever. It would be like bringing back Big Bend. That was exactly what they were gonna do. They were gonna call it like Big Bend Tour. I don't know if that's actually true. That'd be so weird. But that seems so Six Flags. Six Flags at that era, yeah. That yeah, totally, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh God, Astroworld still existed then, didn't it? It did. Wow. It did. What a what a world. Um, so anyway, so that was just the whole podcast on Astroland being closed. Yeah, right? we ought to sometime. Actually, that'd be fun. Yeah, that um, was a nice. That wasn't that park. That was it's so stupid. <laughs> Joe went there, so oh, we really? can even include him. Yeah, okay. Um, That's weird. So, so anyways, like that was a overall like it was kind of a short visit to that park. We did up some other stuff in the area. We actually went home pretty early from Chicagoland, uh, rather than hang out. I mean, what is that like a four hour drive for you? Yeah, it's about that. May even be slightly less than that, and you pick up an hour driving over there, which is the best part. So, driving home just sucks. Pretty much, we drove right into our hotel that was like 30 minutes away from the park the day prior. So then in the morning, you wake up at like 7 a.m. and it's like, okay, we gotta go to Walker's Pancake House. Like that's that was the big thing. 
So then once we accomplish that and go to Six Flags and ride Max Force, it's like, I'm not going to wait two hours for anything. Are you a fan of Portillo's? I do like Portillo's. My wife is not as big a fan because, like, the oh. veggie sandwich they have is, eh. It's oh, good, okay. though. I like Italian beef sandwiches. I'm not... Yeah. I'm not the hugest fan of Chicago-style pizza. I mean, there's a million things to go to out in Chicago. Um, Which I actually need to... Next time I'm in Chicago, I need to do a little bit more of that. I haven't explored nearly enough of that. The pizza and done, hot dogs. So We could have done some, like, architecture tours or stuff. But I think on Sunday morning, I was like, you know what? Like, how about we head home? We can, like, stop yeah. at the casino on the way or something. I think that's what we did. That, that was probably, like, me uh, the week... The weekend after we got back from Orlando, and we went, I went to uh, Dorney for Haunt mm-hmm. with Jeff the night before, and Ariel was like, nah, I don't want to go. And then the next morning, we were supposed to go to Knobles, and I was like, you can go. I'm good. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> I, I just like want to be home. So It's like I know I'm going to go to more parks, so yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool if I put it on ice for a little bit. You also, uh, that's about it for Chicago? That's it for Chicago. You also the went two, the two like sizable trip. But I, I haven't heard your thoughts on uh, UConn yet. I don't believe. Um, did I not talk about UConn Striker either? No, really? I think, don't think you were gone yet. Wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. So the weekend before that, I went to Toronto. Uh, shout out to uh, to my man Jimmy, putting me up in Toronto. Uh, we went, me, him, his wife, and a buddy his I can't remember the name of now. I feel really bad about. Really good dude though. Uh, we all went out to Canada's Wonderland that Sunday, got there right at open, and we basically knocked out the B&Ms one in short order, uh, and we also rode Vortex and Mindbuster while we were there, and we were done by like 1 o'clock, which was fantastic, and then by that point it was just a mob scene. Yeah, but, the park uh, is ridiculous. Yukon Striker, I would say, is first three quarters of it are really good. Um, love the drop, you know, love... Love everything that comes after the first drop. I would say if there's anything I don't like about it, it's kind of like once you hit the mid-course, it's over. Yeah. But that's about I mean, it. I mean, it's kind of tough to... The rest of it that came before that's really good, though. Like, it, it's very, very good. It's a fun the, ride. The mid After the mid-course wasn't... Okay, it's it's not amazing, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be when I first saw the rendering. I thought it was just going to be complete, like... It's fine. Uh, snooze fest afterwards, but it was fine. I liked it, and the, the whole area looks really nice. Yeah, no, right? they did a really good job. I mean, you know, these are people that I went with that are not coaster enthusiasts at all, even close. Ooh. That's always um, interesting. Yeah, so, you know, their perspective of it, and Rachel, uh, Jimmy's wife, she, you know, she grew up with, like, Wonderland Passes and going there as a kid you know, all the time. And so it's like, you ride Mindbuster, it's fun. You know, we skipped Wild Beast, uh, which I don't know if it was going to be fun or not. It's there. You know, stuff like Flight Deck, which is garbage. Ugh. Um, Vortex is really fun, but, you know, as they put it, there's the new stuff that's here with Behemoth, Leviathan, and Yukon Striker, and then everything else is, like, six levels below. Especially, like, you know, once you get below Vortex and Mindbuster, like, the rest of the stuff is, like, on a different planet than the B&M's. Like, the B&M's are so good, and then it's like, how can you go from that to the bat? Or Dragon's Fire? that, I just honestly just think of the flat rides. Yeah, the flat rides are cool. Um, and they have a great collection of flat rides at that park. Probably the best. Yeah, listen to our podcast if you haven't from a few months ago where I talked about all the flat rides. So I guess no sledgehammer for you? 
Yeah, we skipped. We we didn't do that. Sledgehammer was. I'm sure it was down. Otherwise, it would have made us ride it. I mean, come on, Sledgehammer. I know. Uh, but they've been they've been running with like two arms not working this year. Yeah, I, I hear from. To get to the end of the year, you know, and um, here it's like a communication problem of some sort with the PLC. The, regardless, they uh, apparently they're gonna address it over and yeah, redo I mean, things. That ride so, has permanent issues. There's just no no two ways around it. Um, I also did a couple of fairs that weekend. Uh, they had gone out to Centerville actually just to go to the beach, not to go to the park. And uh, I'm not necessarily the kind of person that tags along with random people's like family adventure. That's just that's just weird. Like you just don't do that, right? And uh, so what I did is I I was like, you know what? I'm like, what should I do today? Like. I could go into Toronto and I could do like Toronto things or I could go do like, I don't know, fun, like things I want to do or just go, you know, get credits basically. And I opted for the getting credits. So. Wow. So, wow. Shocker. Stunner. Absolute <laughs> stunner. I mean, it's like, it's not like I haven't hung out in Toronto before and it's like, this was an occasion where it's like, well, I was going to hang out by myself in Toronto, or I could go drive around stuff. Yeah, you seem uh, to go to Toronto like four times a year, at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like I'm not going to go back again before the end of the Let's be real, okay? Like, I know me. I know what I do. Um, so I ended up going to a couple of fairs, and of course I don't remember what they were because I, I didn't write it down. Uh, but I did go ride the Wacky Worm with you, that belongs to World's Finest Shows. And then I went to uh, ride the Orient Express that's owned by Albion Amusements. Both of those were at fairly small carnivals. One of them was like the Potato Festival. It was like a potato <laughs> festival in Ontario. And so you could, you could go like get a baked potato and also ride the coaster. The Alliston Ontario Potato Festival. That was one of the two places I went to. Um I'm pretty sure that's where I I saw the uh, Albion Amusement stuff, is my recollection. And then don't ask me what fair it was that I I saw World's Finest. Go look at my Twitter account from like two months ago, and then you can tell me. Because honestly, it's a mystery. Um, So yeah, I did do that as well. So those were were all things I did pre-Japan. Post-Japan, we'll try and get through these quick, because there's a lot. There's there's a pretty good amount here. Um, So... The weekend I got back from Tokyo, I got back on Tuesday. Friday I flew again. Uh, I was supposed to meet up with my friend Josh. He was supposed to arrive in Detroit, and we flew. We'd fly together to Oklahoma City. Oh, Detroit Airport ended up being closed for two and a half hours due to thunderstorms. So that prevented his plane from taking off to get him to bring him back to Detroit. So under those conditions, they ended up basically rebooking him through Dallas on American Airlines. Luckily, he took Delta per my instructions. So instead of just being like, good luck until tomorrow, he still got another flight to get to Oklahoma City. I was delayed about an hour, but we both got to Oklahoma City on Friday night real late. I got in probably about 11 and change. He got in about midnight. Uh, We still went out and got pizza and beer anyways, though, because we're fools. And then we started our day. So Saturday, first stop, because he had none of the credits, was the Oklahoma State Fair. That opened at 10 a.m. So I think we got six hours sleep and then headed out to Oklahoma City. Uh, or we were in Oklahoma City already, but we headed to the State Fair about 15 minutes away. Um, 
free parking, big fairgrounds, big fair, a lot of food, as always, as you'd expect at a fair. We got there before the rides opened up, so we had some time to walk around and look at the exhibits and whatnot, and also get an idea as to what the ticket prices were for things. Um, Big items there, there were three coasters for him to ride, which were the RC48, which I had not been on in forever. Oh, Wade Shows? Wade Shows. It was Wade Shows doing Oklahoma. All the way in Oklahoma. Jeez, that's crazy. Yes. So they had the RC48. I wonder if it ended up at Delaware State Fair this year. Yeah, I don't know. I think they probably switch off between that and the, the Spinning Mouse, would be my guess. Okay. Those are their two, like, ultra, super, mega spectacular, you know. Um, so RC48, the Super Cyclone Zyklon coaster they got a few, like, two, three years ago from Interpark. And there was a Wacky Worm. Okay. But the thing that I was excited to ride, um, and I should note, too, there were some other things that got booked in which were interesting. Uh, Wood Entertainment's Magnum, which is a mix... Was it Mixer? What is it called? Um, yeah, it's like a Mixer ride. I can't remember. Basically, looks like a, um, uh, a break dance, but the cars can flip over. It has like, oh, a yeah, soda yeah, can yeah. in the middle. Yeah, yeah I did that was there. Owned by Baker. Yep. Uh I that was there that had gone booked in as was the New York New York Funhouse, um, which I recalled being good. But both Josh and I had been on uh, the Magic Circus Funhouse in Ohio State Fair, which was garbage because nothing was on it, and we both got like minor burns or injuries riding the slides. So we skipped the Funhouse, but we did ride, and I'm sure you've seen this at some point. Wade shows has. The Mondial Fighter, which they rarely break out, Mondial? but it was there. Mondial Fighter. Have you never seen the Mondial Fighter? Go ahead. So, I if, if this was a trip where it was just me, I was going to skip the Oklahoma. Oh State yeah, State. yeah. Um, the uh, Warner Prater had one of these. Yeah. So there's these things are crazy, and there's I thought this was the only one. So there's there's two. There's not very many. It's like a five or six trailer ride or four trailer ride. It's definitely a, a multi-multi-trailer ride. It didn't um, seem all that intense, because I didn't it's ride not. it. No, okay. it's not all that intense. <laughs> okay. Um, we'll get to that. So, you know, I would have skipped this had it just been a solo trip, because I was going to be just going for credits. But sure. in this case, because I'm with somebody, he needs the rides. And then the fighter was just like, okay, sure. So we got, you know, like the 30 tickets for $20 deal or whatever it was uh, from from the booth, because we didn't want wristbands for... The, I don't even know if they had wristbands that day at all. Um, they definitely did at Kansas State Fair, which I'll get to in a moment. Um, but we went and did RC48 first, then we did the Wacky Worm, then we did Super Cyclone, and we rode Fighter somewhere in the middle of that. Um, How was RC48? RC48 was surprisingly good. I did not recall it being that good. I recall it being bad. And it was actually really fun. In fact, it was so much fun that we still had six tickets left over at the end. And we wrote it again. So, and you didn't have any rain to worry about because that thing does not operate in the rain. <laughs> it was ninety yeah. something degrees. Yeah, I don't like think you had a problem there. No, and no, so. it was sky was blue as can be. Um, so it wasn't nearly val. It wasn't nearly val. Uh, it wasn't nearly not making it over the second hill. So no, yeah. no, it was okay. it was doing pretty well. It was ripping that it was up. Good. We were very impressed. As a matter of fact, Josh said that it was the second best coaster of the entire trip. So there's a hint well, of what's what's coming. Okay. 
what um, is coming? Because I actually have no idea what's coming. For so, once. so anyways, uh, so we did that. Um, the fighter, you know, it, I've heard it referred to as feeling kind of like a wave swinger, and I'd say that's not too far off. I mean, obviously it's not exactly the same because it has the swinging back and forth motion as it goes around, but also has the the spinning motion of the arms. It, it kind of looked like, um, I usually see him name as Orbit. Like um, an orbiter, you mean? Yeah, yeah like uh, what, um, oh geez, uh, Sesame Place has one, and it, it was uh, the old one that was at, uh, um, oh, Bush Gardens Williams also has one, sorry. Uh, the, the um, God, what's it called right now? I can't remember. It's kind of like a scrambler, but it tilts. The arms all tilt out. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Or you mean like a Troika type thing? Like... Oh, God. It's... I mean, it's not It's not an intense ride. It's a very big ride. It's cool-looking fun. Yeah, I watched it, uh, mainly because it was right across from uh, Test Track, and I was waiting for that to open forever, so got to watch <laughs> it for a while. Yeah, I, um, you know, I was happy to get on one, especially that one. I've been looking at riding it for years, so it was cool to get on it. Um... We did have kind of on the tentative plan to maybe go do the War Aklers Oklahoma uh, Incredible Pizza Company, but we skipped that because we decided that we did not want to embarrass ourselves. Um, Josh is over the 240-pound weight limit for the Incredible Pizza Company coaster. Oh, okay. And, and I was going to say, because you've you, you, you stated many times you, are, you, you have no shame anymore. I don't really have any shame, you know, but um, on this trip it was like, do I want to spend 30 minutes of this trip doing this instead of other stuff that's way more interesting to me? And I was like, nah, not mm. really, you know. Oh, the flying machine at Busch Gardens Williamsburg is what I was referring to. Okay. Yeah, 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 I can see that. But on a way bigger level of what you were talking about, the Mondale fighter. Yeah, it's it's a ridiculously huge ride. Um, so. I, it's, I, 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 I other, think it's really cool. I did ride it some other really, really cool. I did ride some other really cool Mondile uh, fair rides, but that will be on probably part two of yeah. the European talk. So uh, look forward to that one. Yeah, we don't want to talk about the cool stuff on this one. Nope. <laughs> um, so the next park that we did was Frontier City. My first time there. Um, I've been looking forward to going there for a while for reasons I can't really quite describe to you. Um, uh, Aero Shuttle Loop and a Scorchkoff. And a wood uh, coaster. That's yeah, and a wood coaster. Those are pretty good reasons. And now it's free. With your now it's pass. free. That's that's a big reason. Yeah. Have you been to Oklahoma City's Frontier yes. City? Yes. Uh, I went in 2006. So. All right. So. Uh, two credits what, for me to get if I go again. Neither of which are really good, but I mean the rides. I mean they're not bad either, honestly. No, I've ridden the same thing at other places of those two. So, but uh, I I do want to visit that place again. Um. Because it wasn't a terrible park, as you will probably talk about. Yeah, so it's got good bones, right? Like, the actual infrastructure of the park looks good. It looks like a nice uh, theme park. It's got, you know, lots of buildings. There's definitely effort that's been put into it above and beyond what you would typically expect from, you know, a park like this, quite honestly. It's just not... It doesn't typically jump out at you as the kind of park that would be uh, this good, the problem with this park is, honestly, the rides are not, you know, that's that's your fundamental issue, right? The first coaster that we went on when we were there was Diamondback, which you can access from the 
front entrance gift shop, in effect. Uh, it's got a big long ramp out the back of it that takes you, you know, to the ride entry. Um, it is an Aero Shuttle Loop, as you mentioned. I think it's the last Aero Shuttle Loop that's currently in existence that I hadn't been on before. Okay. I'm gonna confirm that. Yeah, that's there's only three. Yeah, because I've been on Blackpool's and I've been on the one at uh, Elitch's, not this year, but I've been on it. So I guess that answers that. Um, you know, and it's not the only... I've been on a bunch of them, you know, well, not a bunch of them, but at least a couple more, I think, in addition of the launched loop rides. Anyways, yeah, I did, because I went on Python and I went on Black Widow. Um, As did I, so... It, it's a ride, you know? Um... And it went fun spots, too, Afterburner. I rode that. Uh, it's a ride. It's not the best thing. It's not the worst thing. It's definitely an interesting ride. You want to talk about rides that feel like they don't have a ton of life left in them, it might be Diamondback. But it's also a situation of what are you going to do that's better than that in that space? Not a lot. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a long, thin... It takes up practically no room. It, it faces... It's right next to the parking lot. So it's one of the first things you see, you know, as you park your car. Of course, the whole the whole park is kind of alongside the freeway, so you're going to see most of the park from the freeway uh, or driving into it to get to the parking lot. Um, next ride was Frankie's Mine Train, which is the new kiddie coaster that's there. Uh, interestingly, for this ride, so this is a Zamperla, you know, family coaster. There's a billion of these. Um, they're most notable in my mind because they don't run in temperatures below 42 degrees, whereas, like, anything else can. Um, Except for Great Adventure. They don't, Great Adventure doesn't give two craps about it. Although they just, they just do whatever. Although Great Adventures is currently uh, taken apart. And yes. uh, as you can see in my latest construction update video that was posted, well, the day we were recording today. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, by the way, addendum. Now that you brought up, or now that I brought up, I was something. so wrong about so many things. <laughs> uh, first of all, you called a T Rex a two across. That that would be incorrect. The T Rex is the one across. The, the T Rex will be the two across if the RMC ever builds one. I mean, the Raptor uh, is the one across. The T Rex is the two. Across. Right? Did I just switch yeah. it? Some... Yeah. <laughs> Oops. So but, where uh, were we? Uh, and then uh, Congo Rapids is not closing. Congo Rapids is definitely staying for the time being. It's uh, oh, taking okay. up most of the old seaport, which is currently most of the rides are being um, dismantled and uh, presumably probably relocated somewhere else in the park. So yeah, yeah. Uh, at some point. So it'll be the new for 2021 attraction. These the old rides again, probably. Yeah. So the. Anyways, and it's the Anyways. Uh, go back to Frontier. It's the, the the newer version, I assume, like Dollywood has that uh, doesn't yeah. have the stupid hoopty hoops and the final turn that kill you. That's correct. Uh, also, interestingly, so this was actually pretty well themed. They used bits and pieces of Wild Kitty Track, which was the Herschel coaster that was there before, <laughs> what? as theming, like it That's was a mine awesome. car. They did a really uh, good job. I was, we were very impressed with that. Kind of like Untamed We're, at Wallaby. Uh, they used, like, some of the old wood coaster stuff there? Yeah, they used some of the old track, and they put the trains on top of it. So kind of like what oh, Lake Compounds cool. did with Wildcat as well. But okay. way better yeah, I presentation. Mean, yeah, if you look at pictures of it, you'll you'll actually see in the center of the ride how they have the uh, like this mine car set up on top of the old uh, Herschel track, which they've kind of taken what they can and 
pieced it together to look like it's all contiguous. Oh, uh, they anyways. recycled the name from Great Escape, didn't they? Yeah. They just couldn't so, help themselves. Good for them. Uh, it's fine. You know, it's what it is. Uh, next oh, that's coaster. That's so cool. I love that. That is so yeah. cool. No, they, like I said, this is they've they've tried in a lot of ways. Uh, the dark ride at this park, I think, is what we ended up riding next, which is called Quick Draw. It used to be the Great, Great Pistolero Roundup. Um, it has a really cool art style, and that's the best thing I can say about it because most of the targets don't work. Oh so, man, womp womp. But otherwise, a really cool art style of the characters that are in there. It's very unique, very different. I assume that that's all stuff that's been held over from when it was the Great Pistolero Roundup, and it was probably not a shooting dark ride. Um, I would almost prefer to see them take that stuff off and just make it a normal dark ride again. But you know, I'm sure kids mess it up or something. Um, that... Wait a second. I'm looking at the pictures here. Of... I don't know why we're talking about a kitty coaster, but do they have individual lap bars now on that on that Zamperla? Um, I don't yeah, even it remember. Looks, it looks like it. That seems interesting. Yeah, it does. You're right. It did. That's, that's and it's pretty clearly obvious different. in the picture. That's different. Like, I didn't even think about that when I just got on it. I was just happy that I could get on the freaking ride, you know? Like, yeah, because Great Escapes, Frankie. You need a kid. Yeah, and I think pretty much the same deal for Eliches as well, so. Yep. I'm happy. Sorry. Okay, we can stop that's talking fine. about kitty coasters now. Yeah, so Dark Ride's fun. Um, went to ride Steel Lasso next, which oh. is their Vacoma Junior suspended family coaster. Yeah. Um This is the same model as the Atomic Flyer at uh, Movie Park Germany. Mm-hmm. And it also has the lap bar just like it. And it's a fun ride. Yeah. Um, what did you think compared to, I guess, Fun Spot? Um, I mean, I'd probably say the Fun Spot one's a little bit better. Yeah, same. I mean, it's, it's one of those things, too, where it's like... The Fun Spot one has like a little bit more meat to it, especially in terms of the speed, at least yeah. I think, and it's a longer ride. And so then Dollywoods just blows them both away. I'm sure. I'm not surprised. Yeah. I mean, it's it, like I say, it's not it's not a bad ride, and it's it's funny because you know this is promoted as the only suspended coaster in Oklahoma, <laughs> which is true, but you know, big deal. Also, like wow, Oklahoma, lots of challengers out there. Mm. Um, is that piece of track still hanging out outside of a giant building from their old coaster, or is they, they finally removed that piece of track? That I didn't see it. It might be okay. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? Um, was the it Nightmare from... Mine? It was a Galaxy. I... When I was there, it had been closed, but uh, they uh, had been closed for quite a while. But the track there was like one section of this outdoor, the indoor coaster that went outdoors, and you could see it from uh, right in front of the log flume. I did not see that. It's possible. Hmm. I believe they have removed it by there. now, but whatever. Okay. Um, apparently, it's used as a haunted house attraction, so says RCDB. So huh. I imagine it's gone. I I did not see it. That building, yeah, that's the Grand Hotel building it was in. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't see it there. I, I feel like I would have noticed roller coaster tracks sticking out of it. Um, in fact, I think they repainted it recently. Uh, based on what I see in the pictures. So next thing after that was Silver Bullet, which is a Schwarzkopf Looping Star. Um, it's been there for a good long time, uh, about as long as, as our friend Joe has been alive, as a matter of fact. Um, I've been on Schwarzkopf Looping Stars before. I will probably go on more of them at some stage. Good ride. Nothing bad about it. Um, 
you know, it doesn't hurt. Not painful. Restraints are fine. Seats are fine. It, it's you survived. It you survived. I, yeah. The, I I think we may have even been like in the back car. Oh dear. And uh, I'm still here. So it looks like it's in good shape. It runs fine. Um, you know, it may be the best roller coaster at the park. In fact, it almost certainly is by default. Oh yeah, easily. Which brings us to Wildcat. Um, Wildcat. I wonder what you think about this one because. I don't remember much of it. That means it wasn't rough, but it wasn't very exciting. So th- that that's what I probably think of this coaster. Uh, what did you think? Its most significant aspect to my memory was like that splashdown area, which first of all was dry. I should note that. There was no water in it. Um, you know, they just like bring you to a dead stop before it drops down that like three-foot drop Yep. into that space. Um, that pretty much... That says it all. Um, it's a lot of pictures of much more interesting rides in the queue line. <laughs> um, it has PTC trains with ratcheting lap bars. Doesn't matter. I mean, you're not going to go anywhere anyways. It doesn't even really think about airtime. So, remember the you know, turnaround was kind of fun. It's not. It's not like it's not a miserable thing. It's not like you have to endure it. But it's also not like. You know, like, I, I knew it wasn't going to be good. So it's in the league of High Roller and Canopy, uh, the, the the Yankee Cannonball. High Roller is way better. <laughs> High Roller is, is astonishingly But it's still in that, that category. It's not even of, comparable. But, they, you know, if you agree with my categories, it's not rough, but it's not it, it's not exciting. So it's, there's nothing really much to talk about. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, yeah, it is like the Yankee, Yankee Cannonball, where you're just like... Well, at least it was smooth. At least it was smooth. Didn't hurt us. It didn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, that park, once we did that, I think we did the flyers, got a couple of snaps. We considered doing the log flume. I looked to see if there was anything really obvious in the tunnel before the first lift. I currently see anything. Uh, Like any dark ride elements or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Any show stuff, and I didn't really see anything. So I was like, nah, I'm good. And Josh was like, yeah, I'm good. Like, it was hot. I don't think the train... Josh says he saw the train go. I have a hard time believing it. I did not personally view the train. Hot is um, what I also remember of this park. Like, really freaking hot. I mean, every park I've been to for the last three months has been just absurdly hot. Actually, since about June. Like, since I burned the bottoms of my feet at Kentucky King, it's just been one hot park after another. Um, so anyways, Frontier City... So then we got in the car, we drove north about three hours. We stopped in Wichita, did some record shopping. Um, after we did some record shopping and got some food, uh, actually we didn't get that much food, but we got a little bit of food on the road. We went to our final stop for the night, which was the Kansas State Fair. Why would I be interested in the Kansas State Fair? I have no idea. The Kansas State Fair is one of three fairs. Uh, I know what you're going for. Yeah. That has an old mill ride. Oh, it only runs during the fair. That's it. Not what I was thinking. Period. Iowa is Iowa also one that has one, right? Iowa and Minnesota. Those yep. are your three. Kansas all PTC is too. They all are. They are by far the least. This is by far the least visited of those three. Uh, I think this fair gets about four hundred fifty thousand visitors every year, according to the folks at. Uh, Compared to Minnesota's at, two point. One million. Yeah, I mean, Matt's Carnival, where the MCW Top 50, if you've never heard of this. Um, 
It's a it's a listing of the top fifty fairs in the United States of America and Canada by attendance. Um, and if you look at the two thousand and eight listing here, which I'm going to pull up, do 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 do. Two thousand eighteen. Okay. Uh, the two thousand eighteen list. So the Minnesota State Fair had a record year last year with two million forty six thousand five hundred thirty three. Yeah, pro two. <laughs> the Kansas State Fair, on the other hand. Drum roll, please. Didn't make the list. So uh, did the Delaware stare fair? <laughs> did the Delaware didn't Delaware beat them? That'd be amazing. Uh, no, no, Delaware's so. not listed here either. Okay, I didn't think so. O- Oklahoma gets eight hundred fifty thousand. Ohio did nine hundred thousand last year. Uh, Illinois only does three hundred sixty-nine thousand, which I actually buy. It's in- um, so this did fewer people than like the Bloomsburg Fair did, which does about four hundred thousand. So this is not, this is not one of the largest fairs in the country, uh, though you would have been hard pressed to believe that the day that we were there because it was packed. So how it was, was the old mill? It was slammed. So it does have its own independent attractions. There's actually a small train ride, a CP Huntington train that's here. There's a sky ride. We did the sky ride. Um, the ride selection for the midway is brought in by North American Midway Entertainment. Okay. And then there's the old mill. The old mill, uh, we got quite a few pictures of it. Um, it looks like it was recently had some work done to it in 2015, and then it was also heavily worked on, it looks like in 2008, by a crew of prison inmates, so the placard said. Oh. So okay. prison labor rebuilt the 104-year-old old mill. That happened. Huh. The The layout for the Kansas... State Fair Old Mill is pretty much it's almost like an out and back is the way I would describe it. Uh, it's very thin. It goes like from you know one end of the buildings that are there to the other, and you you kind of pass by the same scenes twice a lot of times. Um, How many scenes are there? Because the one in Minnesota doesn't have that many. It's got probably I would say like six. Well, that's more than Minnesota. Um, and actually, you can see you can't see it from from space. You can see kind of how the the layout is. There's, um, I guess it's it is kind of an out and back. So the way it exits out, there's like a an inner loop, and then it kind of goes around from that back into the station. Um, it's like you go around and then you go around again, and that takes you out. So it's, it's a strange looking layout. Um, but you know, you see there's a couple of big scene buildings that have been kind of bolted onto the side. And they had some big animatronics in there. Like, there was this huge dragon that was in the old mill, um, which we did not expect. They also had live actors in costume scaring the people on the boat. Never seen that in a U.S. dark ride. Like, permanent physical dark ride. Is it I right suppose it's a fair. to the Kansas Wine and Beer Garden? Let me tell you about the Kansas State Fair, okay? Uh, it, just, I'm looking at the aerial. Is it right next to the, the Kansas it Wine and Beer Garden? Okay. Yes. Um, so the Oklahoma State Fair is cool. Like, it, it's kind of your standard issue midway, right? Like, mm-hmm. with your usual food booths and stuff like that. And then there's a bunch of arena-type buildings where you go, like, look at stuff. Like, you look at, you know, people selling cookware and popcorn and barbecue sauce and things of that nature, or that you'd buy siding from them. Uh, 
one interesting thing about Oklahoma State Fair is they had uh, one building that was like harsh. It was like a little pavilion. There was like a bunch of cars in it, like new cars. So you could look at new cars. And then there was mini golf at the back of it, like an indoor mini golf, which, of course, was packed because it was a million degrees out. Kansas State Fair, however, basically in that, that space that you see there where the wine and beer garden is, there's the, the hall across from it, which is another like beer garden, fully enclosed with, there's a bar inside of that, and then restaurant facilities and tons of seating. We have to state that like it has alcohol, which is very uncommon for any American fairs. This is... I kid you not, like, Kansas State Fair is a top five fair. Because, It like, is deeply underrated. Deeply. That's uh, part of it still what has... sets the, the American fairs from the, you know, European fairs, is the beer. I would say there's, like, there's two fairs that I know of that have alcohol, like, to this degree. There's, there's actually, there's alcohol at the Wisconsin State Fair. There's, like, a wine tasting area, but there's not... Actually, no. Wisconsin State Fair has full-on bars. Let me, let me, let me put, put a caveat to that. I, I take that back. They have bars at Wisconsin State Fair, and that's also a top five fair. So there's three fairs. I'd say Wisconsin, this, and New York are are consistent places where you can definitely get a drink. Uh, but Kansas State Fair has fantastic food. We got really great tacos when we were there. Uh, from you know the stand, you know. Just run by like you know, like Mexican people because like there's tons of migrant, you know, Mexican employees that live in in Kansas. Um, so there's lots of really good stuff from them, and um, you know, the food's great. There's there's actually a really cool area with, with all these bars, and the old mill is fantastic. There's a train ride. There's a sky ride. It has a big old grandstand next to the track. Uh, we were not interested in the grandstand entertainment because it was. Um, it was Hanson was playing that night. Uh, but, you know, if it were like monster trucks or something like that and it was free, I'd probably be more interested. Um, Get your umbop on? I did not. I, you know, I'm umbopped out for a whole lifetime. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it was fun. And, you know, they've got lots of cool stuff. Uh, Midway packed. I mean, one of the most packed Midways I've ever seen. Um we we bought tickets. It took us 20 minutes to get through the line to buy tickets at 8 p.m. Uh, the coaster selection there, and I actually sent these to the folks over at Coaster Dash Count because they're not listed. And they were like, I don't know if this is right. And I'm, you know, I literally had to pull up, like, the Illinois State licensing information for North American Midway Entertainment to show them that I didn't make these rides up. This is annoying uh, because, like, they're so good in Europe. This is, well, I guess this is why they're so bad in America for affairs. I, you know, I'm trying. I'm like, look, this is, I got, I can even pull the serial numbers, guys. Like, what more do you want? That's really annoying. Um, really helpful in Europe if you're in Europe. Yeah. So they had three coasters. I did not think I was going to get any credits at this fair. I was just going there purely for the dark ride because it's very obscure, very difficult to get to. Sure. I don't even know if there's a, a current POV of it out there. Um, coasters were the Iron Dragon, which is a Wisdom Orient Express. It's the extended layout with the helix. So this is this the is same. A, this is the Dollinger. Dollinger, then. The what? Who's the operator? And North American Midway. Oh, okay. Oops. Okay. So this Dollin is this is the, this is the same Dollin coaster of theirs that derailed 
two months prior in Illinois in the Chicagoland area and injured a couple kids. Oh. Um, where the well, track then. broke apart. So they rebolted it together, welded it, and sent us <laughs> on our way. Uh, and I got the credit, and I have pictures to prove it. Um, then we rode the, the Wacky Mouse, which is a, as I established, without any shadow of a doubt, a Fahume uh, Wacky Worm Coaster with a mouse car front, whatever you want to call it. And then uh, we rode the Bullet Train, which is a Zyklon from Interpark, which I rode the year prior at the Indiana State Fair, but was new for Josh. So that was, it was an almost an hour wait for that Zyklon. Oh, and they goodness. were pumping cars through because there were no wristbands. So yeah. that tells you how busy it was. Like, it was, you know, they're running like a 90-second cycle on their KMG Fireball ride. And that line was probably 600 people <laughs> spilling all over the midway. I mean, I've, I haven't seen anything like this at a fair in forever. Huge. Usually lines. I'm like, usually I'm like, dude, you can just go to your local amusement park and wait like 10 minutes. But like, this is all they got. So I understand. In Kansas, this is, yeah, this is it, dude. <laughs> like there's, there's, there's not many other options. Um, this might as, so that might that. as well be uh, like Wonder Woman to them or uh, the, the roller coaster might as well be Millennium Force. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So after we were done there at probably about 10 o'clock, uh, we drove up to McPherson. We actually went to a bar uh, because we wanted to go to a bar. Uh, McPherson appears to be surrounded by space that's being used for uh, fracking. Like, there's all these huge, like, oil things everywhere that we passed by. I mean, it almost looks like a city at nighttime. And uh, we got up there. We went to bed late, like 1 a.m., knowing that we had to wake up early the next morning like fools. Uh, so we got, like, five or six hours sleep after drinking and going to parks all day to drive to Kansas City. And, yeah, we went to Kansas City. That was the end of the trip. We went to Worlds of Fun. So that was Josh's first time at Worlds of Fun. Had to ride everything there. I had not been on the Cosmic Coaster, so I did get a credit out of it. It's exciting for me. Um, I'll go kind of quickly through the Worlds of Fun list. First of all, the Worlds of Fun app was showing there being weights for everything, and there were no weights for any ride that was not Spinning Dragon. Uh, Spinning Dragons had three cars going, and I think we waited 20 minutes for that. That was the first coaster we went on as soon as we got in the park. Um, Boomerang never opened. It was down all day. So that was a boom. That was that was a bummer uh, for Josh. I didn't care so much. But for Josh, I felt bad. Patriot's fun. You know, uh, it's good. But uh, I it's don't a fun like ride. I'm missing that much compared to Talon, though? Am I? No. I mean, yeah. it's not about, like, what you're missing. It's just it's a fun ride. Like, there's nothing... There's nothing, like, extreme or, like, incredible about it or, like, you know, it's a good ride. Um, fine. Timberwolf. Timberwolf is, the the parts that have been redone are not as bad. Like, it has, you can see where the helix used to be, and now it's a big overbank turn that's kind of taken at, like, a weird speed. That's otherwise still the same ride of, like, long stretches of flat track. Sure. And, like, one airtime hill in the middle of it. And then, like, a weird turn that's just flat. Like, it's... The end of it is complete garbage. The way it was just shuddering into the brake run and the last okay. drop. Okay. I'd heard that was sad. better now because it didn't lose all its speed in that huge-ass helix, but I It don't still know. sucks. I mean, okay. it's not... A, it, it has, like, one airtime moment, and you think, maybe this won't be so bad. 
Yeah, that's what most of those dins they used to, they they somehow screwed up their uh, uh, engineering out the negative G's on like one hill typically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's not it's not that good. Um, but you know what the upside is? I guess the upside is that like we still have Prowler and that's not Prowler, um, Predator, which is good. That's yeah, the only good ride they ever made. So you know it is what it is. Mamba, um, the block breaks on. Oh. It was on the last time I was there too. I don't know when people are getting these brakeless Mamba rides, but to me, you know, I guess the Helix is a little bit more forceful than Wild Thing. Otherwise, it's the same ride. I'm sorry. Like, I like it. Don't get me wrong, but wasn't you know where they were doing that to it. So I every time I've been on, I've been there twice. Both times I get there, the block break is turned all the way up. And so nothing happens on the return run. I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's how I felt about uh, Wild Thing. So. Yeah. I rode both of them, like, within a month of each other. I, I know what they both do. Yeah. Like I said, Mamba, more low-to-the-ground sec- low, low section with a Helix, but, you know. Very similar to Steel Force. Better... Yeah, it's fine. Um, Cosmic Coaster, yep. Um... So no kid rule anymore? No, no kid rule. Good. The, he just kind of looked at us, so it was like, oh, you guys want to ride the coaster? And we're like, yeah. I hear that one's hit or on. miss sometimes. Sometimes they are... Uh... So so here is the thing that they do. Only one adult per car. Okay. So once you get to, like, six adults, even if, like, an adult is sharing with a child... You know, it's spaced out that way. It's they're done loading, so they'll let let it go with like four empty rows. Usually, in those cases where I'm like, I hear that it's like they're like sometimes they let people on, sometimes they don't. Usually, I like to go there first because if you get there right at the beginning when like no one's there and supervisors isn't around, yeah. the guys usually like, yeah, sure, whatever, yeah, sure, why not? I think or it, was, it sounds it was like so in that. Hot. In that no case, it sounds like it just come back another time. The next operator might not care. So yeah. There you go. All right. Well, I need to get and back that to bring... fun sometime. I, I got four yeah. credits there, so that brings me to Prowler. Prowler. I've heard things. So the first time I went there in fourteen, it was okay. I didn't get it. I got it. I got it this time. <laughs> I think we rode fourteen times in two oh, hours. Jeez, that's a lot for you. Jeez. Yeah. We you like know, we rode really it. We're that... like. You're not really that much of a marathoner these days, so that's that's. It depends. It has to be good. That's quite impressive. We looked at each other and we're like, "Yo, this." We're like, "All right, let's ride this." A lot rerides or not? No, we had to go around every time. So we had to put like, my back was hurting as soon as I got out of the car. His feet were blistered because he didn't wear the right socks for a trip like this. So we're like hobbling like. Fucking, we're 87. Wait, this is before... Wait, wait, wait. The back problems were happening before you got to Worlds of Fun. Yeah. Like, literally, like, I got out of the car, and I was like, my back hurts. And then that was it. This didn't help? (laughs) No, this did nothing to help. Well, yeah, we wrote it, and we're like, yo, that thing. And then we just, we kept riding it, like, over and over. Like, we would stop, and, like, one of us would be like, I have to go hit the bathroom. And the other one of us would ride, and then just meet up with that person when they got off. So That's we rode, awesome. you know, yeah, it was it was freaking great. Like, I would say, you know, the rides on it were were super good. I mean, I've had really good Thunderhead rides, and it's right up there with it. Um, yeah, I would say 
there's like this weird sweet spot now that I kind of feel like with GCI rides where like Prowler, that, and Renegade. Prowler, Thunderhead, and Renegade, which were all built, you know, kind of around the same time. Yeah, like that's a sort of experiment with like doing extended airtime and stuff. And like those rides are really good, like really good, like when they're running right. I love Renegade's first drop. It's so good. Renegade has a great layout. Like nobody yeah. talks about that ride. I mean, it's it's a little crunchy on the track work, but it's still a fun ride. So yeah. what I love about Renegade is they 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 looked at uh, they basically looked at Rattler and said, hey, let's do this it's a little bit smaller and not kill people, and it will be yeah. awesome. And it is. Yeah, that first drop is. is. And the rest of the ride isn't so bad either. So yeah, no, it's it's actually a really good ride. So I think. Well, Prowler, I, yeah. I definitely need to ride sooner than later because yeah, yeah, I was I was taken of, aback. That's one uh, of four wood coasters I haven't ridden in the United States though. I I think I think the the heat was definitely a, a factor in making it a better ride, so that's good. Yeah, how uh, hot was it? Because the last time I was there, it was about a hundred degrees. Yeah, it was about that. Yeah, that's so. always the case. Midwest is no joke, man. You think Texas is bad? Midwest, Texas has nothing on the Midwest. Midwest can get way worse. So, uh, and then I guess we'll just do my weekend trip recently, and then we'll get into your stuff. No, you we'll do keep that? that to next time. We've got time. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, and I think we're yeah, going pretty long it. anyways. Yeah. So um, uh, I was going to say one thing, but I forgot what I was going to say. Dang. Oh, I, I'm surprised you didn't try to fit in some of those, uh, I guess it wasn't the right weekends for the, the those little Herschels in Kansas. Yeah, I, it's got to be. I did look at that as a possibility, and it just went weekend. Alan. Plus, they're the wrong way. Alan? They're usually in West Kansas, and Alan? you know, trying to get back to Kansas City, it just didn't work out. So we 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 got to make it happen. So yeah, the county you got to remember the county fairs feed into the state fairs, so usually yeah. they come before the state fair does, and they almost never overlap. Yeah, but I'm just way. saying, Alan. Sometime we got to try to make those yeah. ones happen. Yeah. Do any sure. of them? I think some of them overlap though in the same weekend. I think some of them do, and you know, there's. I don't think you can hit all three of them though, but I think. Two would be pretty nice. Yeah, and then some of the, like, there's a couple other ones that you can do, too, where you get some weird flat rides or something. So. Yeah, we'll talk sometime. We will, we will. All right. So, so let's go ahead and talk about Europe. Yeah, we're going to start about, now, as I said, we're going to start about the more negative things. But at the same time, I don't regret anything I did. So take that with a grain of salt. But I figured, you know, we're going to build up to the stuff that everyone always hears about by the third podcast. Yes. With with some of the more negative things. Um, so uh, should we just start with the parks or operations in general? We'll just start with the parks, right? How about this? Let's let's do kind of like the general. Like, okay. The things that, that about Europe that you either didn't expect or didn't know of or were surprised by that you didn't like. Well, let me just say, I know this is weird, but since I did this solo, like literally four days, five days, five days in, man, did I... Man, did I just miss English? I would t I talked to Ariel on the phone more during that trip than I have in, in the previous two years that I've known her. And I gotta say, I went. I didn't do your method um, with like a, a a burner phone or anything like that. I I just used my Verizon's ten dollar a day uh, international plan. And you know what? Yeah, it was a little more expensive than what you do. But it was just nice to have my phone and uh, unlimited. It was unlimited taxes, was limited uh, voice calls, with no fees for international calling, and uh, uh, the, the, the 
the data limits were fine. Um, if you used too much, if you used more than a half a gig a day, then it would uh, it would throttle you to the point where practically data didn't work. So I just had to be a little bit careful with that. But uh, mm-hmm. that's the way I enjoy to do it. And then in Canada, if you do that, it's only five dollars a day. So it's uh, not bad. Yeah, it's, it's easy, and you get to use your own phone, and that's that's what I liked about it. So obviously, if I went to some some shady countries, I would definitely not use my own phone. But uh, I'm all countries in the European Union, so there's nothing to worry about with anything for the most part. So, um, yeah, missed English. That was oh, man, especially after I got out of France, and then I started not to know what. Like at some point, I was just like, I don't even know what people. I don't even know what you're speaking anymore. But um, as far as, like, communication with people, it's, it's easy. I mean, and I never really had that many problems. And I had some Airbnb hosts that had no English whatsoever. And at those points, you know, hand gestures are at the very the very worst, you know, Google Translate. So it all worked. Um, before we get to the parks, let's talk about my worst Airbnb experience, shall we? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, and I meant, I, 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 you know, I wanted to do a lot of reviews. I like to do reviews occasionally, you know, especially if I have a really good experience, but, you know, you forget to. But you don't forget to do the one that, you don't forget to do the one that is just, oh, boy. So nothing was wrong with the actual, the, the facility. Like, nothing was wrong with the guy's place. Everything was fine. It was great. The guy himself, though. Oh, Alan. So um, he he this was uh it was, this was in the Netherlands it was in um oh man what was it I think it was the night before I went to Wallaby Belgium or Wallaby Holland so that kind of gives you where the area was I think it was Ant I think it was near Antwerp I forget that doesn't really matter what matters okay. is a few days beforehand he's like uh do you need uh you need a ride from the the airport do you need any help and I'm like no I've been on the road for t- two weeks. And left it at that. And yeah. then the day before, he's like, what time do you get in? And I said, so he, I guess he didn't understand my wording, uh, even though he spoke pretty good English, uh, that I said, I should be in between, I should be in between, um, I think it was like 19 and 20 yeah. hours. And then I left it at that. The next day in the morning uh sometimes you know you were going from network to network i i probably saw like a dozen different networks up on the upper left corner right so some some were better than others sometimes the push notifications wouldn't come through which in the case it didn't uh he was he, he again asked me what time are you going to get in at I, I want to go see my son or my kids uh and I, I missed that. But eventually I saw it. This was the day I got my 1,000th coaster, by the way. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm at, I'm at the, the zoo park. And I, and I finally noticed it. I'm like, I'll be in at this time. And he does this all in caps. And he's like, should be? What What is this? Like, And then I'm like, oh, God, this doesn't seem good. And my first intention was like, I should. I should have followed. I should have followed that in my head and just booked a hotel or a last-minute Airbnb or, or something. So I get there and I'm rushing to get there because he's like stressing me out in the beginning because he's like seemed very impatient. So I wanted to be on time. So I, I I'm rushing to get my all my stuff out of the car and I I mentioned I I thought I lost my keys but I ended up putting them just into my uh my backpack and it got into like an area that like was kind of hidden and I couldn't find them. So then I spent like. 20 minutes trying to find my keys, finally found them, and I was like, they were in the backpack the entire time. So then I finally get inside, and he was like, 
first of all, he's like, he just starts out like, you know, it's very rude that you checked in on a Saturday evening. And I was just like, <laughs> whoa, whoa, buddy. And I was just like, if you didn't want me checking in on a Saturday, Saturday, then you should have not allowed availability on this evening. And you should have brought it up with me a very long time ago because I booked with you a very long time ago. And he's just like, this is my only day off. And this is so rude of you. And I, I just, can you, can you, I, <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's like you, there's nothing you could have done in that instance that would have like made that better. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then I thought eventually he was like dropping in, and he's like, "Oh, so what have you been doing?" I'm like, "Oh, you know, I've been going through the Netherlands the last few days, and uh, you know, going to all these places, and it's been great, and I had a great time." And he's like, "Oh, so you've been going all around the Netherlands for the last few days, and I'm stuck at home on my day off." It's like. <laughs> oh my god! And now you, you now, at the, now I thought you were being friendly, and then you use it against me. Oh, he was a charmer. So yeah, he Mark got some. Wonder, he got a wonderful review. I mean, I I was positive on what things had to be positive. Nothing was wrong with his place. Yeah. Oh, and he also says that is is basically what he does now. So that I that doesn't even make sense to me. So, anyways, I love Airbnb, but occasionally after about thirty or forty of them. You had to run into some issue, I guess, eventually, right? So Yeah, yeah. It can't all be perfect. Yeah, Just, at least it wasn't there. a roach a roach you know, bed or something like that. That would have been kinda of worse. So Lesson be learned. Go for the people that just have like the lockbox and that's what I typically to try to do. That's what I typically try to do, but you know, it's it's wasn't always uh, available. Not always available. Yeah, yeah, Especially yeah. like yeah. rural Germany or Belgium or something. Right, and then with the hours of me having to check in usually after like 6 p.m. and stuff like that. So, it, and you know, I, that's another thing is like he had hours until like I think an hour after, uh, hour before I even got in too. Because like I went back to check it to, before I did my terrible review on him because I want to be accurate. <laughs> and hold him below. I was perfectly in those hours, so... But that was the only really bad thing with um, uh, Airbnbs. Um, the other negative thing was uh, Norwegian <laughs> Airlines <laughs> on yeah. my way back. I flew out on Level Airlines, which is another uh, budget airline that flies, I, I, I assume, mostly out of Newark. Um, uh, but Norwegian, uh, I got there four hours early, and then I got delayed for six hours. And then they canceled it. And Norwegian doesn't fly to Orlando every day. So my best option the next day was to fly to Fort Lauderdale and rent a car and drive home. Or drive to Ariel, who had, you know, she was getting in two hours before my scheduled flight. So she ended up being in Orlando for a day and a half alone, which was, like, that made it all the worse. Like, I would have just dealt with it. It would have been fine. It sucks. But, like... That just, like, I called her and told her what the deal was, and she was literally crying. It was so sad. <laughs> so, uh, oh, and then the, the the flight to Fort Lauderdale also got delayed about three hours. So, and it apparently was all because the emergency floodlight was broken. The best. best. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've written a letter. So, hopefully I get some, at least my, uh, my gas and car rental refunded, and, you know. I'll give them another chance if they give me some some free flights or something like that. So, so, anyways, uh, to the parks. Um, to the parks. Um, in general, Let's the negative about... thing, the negative thing was, 
they were all pretty crowded. There weren't a lot of dead days. Like, not a lot. But none that were, like, excessively crowded, just annoyingly. Just to the point of annoyance, basically. I mean, I you were there in August, so that's a lot of people's big key. So, yeah, you know. so, but it also, it seems like they, they are, they're smart about how much they build. And that's kind of a good thing. Because it seems like whatever they have there, it's much higher quality than trying to spread themselves with, you know, over 10 roller coasters and right. having to sacrifice things like theming or at the very least landscaping. No, that's or, definitely true. So, like, that's a negative and a positive at the same time. Like, you know, and and uh, the parks that did have a skip a line pass, oh, was it lovely. The parks that I love have it, buy it because it, they, they no one uses them. So, you like... Um, and they all use, they're all different. Um, some were just walk up, some were like, you could buy the limited or like one-time use and some like had a reservation system. Uh, I, I think, uh, Wallaby Holland basically has something that's similar to, I think it's just, I think it's Accesso, but it's just on your cell phone. Yeah. It's a Q-Bot, but you use your cell phone. It was web-based. It worked perfectly. It was lovely. That was the hottest day by far. And I would have hated that day like nothing else because Wallaby Belgium does not, or Wallaby Holland doesn't have any shade in their queues from what I could see. And there were long lines. And uh, I took a lot of video while waiting for my uh, my 50% weight reduction in wait time. So, uh, yeah, I worked exactly like the Six Flags Pass. You had the three tiers, 10% wait time, uh, 50% wait time, or the normal wait time. So... Yeah, worked wonderfully. Um, Did you? Um, I just want to know if this was my own personal experience only. Were there were there free items being given out the Wallaby parks, just like Six Flags gives out in the afternoons when you leave? Um, neither of the parks did I leave at closing, so okay, it's possible, but I, I wouldn't have known because I I jetted early on both of them okay. to go to their places. All right. Um, so. Uh, Anything to add or ask? As far as the the bad stuff, I mean, I guess, you know, the one thing that I'd say is, like, parks that are, like, kind of bad or, or weird or crappy in Europe are still generally much nicer than their American equivalent. Yeah, that's the um, thing. There's only one that I would say was kind of, like, that felt, and it's on the list, that felt like an American park and kind of ghetto. And yeah. uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, um, yeah. We're going to go order, I think, because that's the easiest way for my brain to process it of how sure. I visited these parks that we're going to talk about. Uh, first up, we're going to talk about um, uh, Walligator Park. Now, this park wasn't bad, so let's start with that. It just and We should reference should reference about a year here. ago we did a podcast here on Parkscope where I talked about my experience at Walligator. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's that... a weird park. It's, it's so a... weird. <laughs> <laughs> like it's so so for those who aren't going to just the very short history is that it was built as a park themed to the smurf yeah in the yeah and it's built in what is basically the pittsburgh of Paris or, or of, of france i should say yeah there's like so, abandoned factories as you're dropping down uh, uh monster right in front of you yeah yeah um that said you know it's a park where I kind of feel bad for it. <laughs> like I feel like I feel like it's a tragedy. And like I I want 
Like, I actually was, we were actively interested in purchasing a Wally Gator plush, and then we went up to buy one, it was like 24 euros. And we're like, I cannot, I cannot condone that. Like, there are limits to what I'm willing to accept. Um, but yeah, I, I feel, like, I feel like I want to, I want to hug it and tell it it's going to be okay, is my feeling about that park. And like, we talk about, like, I always say, like, the bones are good. Like, the bones there were good probably a decade ago, and they're, like, literally falling apart at the stage. Yeah, if Six Flags bought this park, it would be perfect. They did buy it, though. Oh, yeah. They never, like, they never branded it, though. No, it was, like, under the Wally B brand. Oh, so did they own all? I didn't realize that they owned all of those parks. I thought they only oh, yeah. owned Holland and Belgium. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they owned it. Um, okay. Like, this is a park that has so underperformed that, like, when Walibi was like, all right, we're back in business. And then they were like, except for that park. Yeah. That park we're getting rid of. And uh, ended up being handed off to Aspero Parks, who you probably have never heard of out there in theme park land. But they own Oakwood, Walibi Sudwist, Wasalandia, that classic, famous Finnish park. I'm kidding. It's a defunct park. And Boudouin Sea Park in Belgium, which is over by Bruges, and uh, I could not justify possibly spending money at, so I never went there. Um, I didn't really, but I went there anyways, so that's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wanted uh, to ride every coaster in Belgium. I realized that that was the only one I didn't wasn't gonna hadn't had planned. And I, well, I can say I did that, so it happened. So like, family coaster there is bad. It's not, nothing special. It's a, it's it's a, a wacky worm. big apple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Vacoma Hurricane is not horrible. No, it was fine. I I, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't have the time to really ride it a second time, but I enjoyed yeah. it. Did you do the walkthrough? I know that we talked about the challenge I of trying to do, do the walkthrough. did the walkthrough. Walk. You said you waited like 20 minutes and then it moved. I waited about five minutes and was in. <laughs> awesome. God bless you. Um, it was, was it even good? It was like a, from what I remember, um, obviously I'll have a video. I did a full walkthrough video of it, so I'll have that edited down, and you can see the highlights of that eventually. Uh, earlier than most of the videos on the trip, because I'm going in sequence, uh, and this happened very early in the trip, um, it kind of felt like a spooky uh, funhouse with, you know, some some jump things that were jumping at you. I think most of them were behind screen, you know, like a uh, like, uh, chicken wire type deal. Um, yeah. And then there was, like, one lone actor at the very end. Uh, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was it was, it was, was there. It was fine. Anaconda. So I, don't, I don't think you really missed anything, if, if okay. I were to say. No, that's, I, I believe you. I thoroughly believe you. Uh, especially Anaconda. you had to wait as long as you were saying you were going to have yeah. to. Yeah, in, in the rain, too. <laughs> yeah, you would have pissed. <laughs> Anaconda. Um, uh, surprisingly, not the worst co- wood coaster on the trip. Um I don't think it's that bad. It's not good or anything. I've heard that it was really rough. No, it's a lie. Okay, because it was smooth as glass, and they'd done a lot of work on it. Uh, Thank you. The Morgans. Back up, finally. The Morgans run beautifully on it, to be honest with you. They run great. And it's got individual lap bars, and they're nice and padded. Yeah, and not a lot of those have it. I think the only one I've ever, the only other two that I've experienced was Asteroid, and I Colossus had those too, right? Yeah, Colossus yeah. definitely did. Um, oh, yeah. It's not I like don't a hate it. Like, one. Yeah, it doesn't do anything. No, it does nothing. Right? 
No, it does but nothing. But it's 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 completely smooth. It's it's fast. It's fine. It's fine. I wrote it twice. I enjoyed it twice. Monster is is um, great. They they the weird thing is they repainted the trains uh recently. I don't know if they had what color what color was the foam when you wrote it? Um I don't remember. Okay, cuz it's bright pink now. <laughs> I mean that doesn't surprise. Like they go for pink, like it's kind of faded really bad on that ride. I don't oh. know if they go for pink or if it's just coming through the white that they initially painted. Oh, they well, it, it was brand, it looked like it was brand new fo- seat foam and like uh, you know, chin you know, uh, it's so you don't bash your chin and your teeth on the uh, the lip of the the car in front of you. It was like bright pink. It was very interesting to see. Um, Anaconda or uh, Monster. Um, this is obviously the highlight of the park. The former uh, coaster from was it Orochi? How do you pronounce it? Yeah, it was Orochi from Orochi, Expo Land, I think, right? Yeah, in Japan. Yeah, yeah, and uh, has like a pseudo semi pseudo racing theme the, the with you know the pretty much just a soundtrack with some some uh racer dude announcing something yeah um but it's raptor without a block break and things that uh make raptor kind of uncomfortable smoothed out so it's yeah. raptor 2.0 basically yeah it doesn't have the view it doesn't have the view that raptor has but... <laughs> no as i said it has a, ba- a view of a banded uh industrial area <laughs> But man, it's it's smooth. It's smooth as glass. Like you said, they they got rid of all the the bad transition, especially yeah. the last one. Very very intense. Uh, fantastic. Um, Great ride. I wrote it Great four ride. or five times, and uh, yeah, it, it's just so weird though. They they like this is like the Six Flags way of adding a, a roller coaster. It, it even even more minimal than a Six Flags way of adding a roller coaster. To be honest with you, um, it's so weird. I've never been on a um, B&M where the, the, the oh, I don't think I've ever been on like any, the whole station is just diamond plate basically. Yeah. Uh, and like open to the plate. air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I assume the diamond plate thing was a thing at, in Japan. I think that was probably held over. Um, but I'm pretty sure they probably had a roof in Japan. Yeah. There is none um, here. I feel fairly it, certain that there was a roof. I yeah. And, and it was uh drizzly that day. So, uh, it was uh, that diamond plate was kind of worn down, so it was slippery. And then, then the queue line be- below it is not a skippable one. I hate when parks do that, where they don't have the chains to put it up. And it was like the super smooth concrete, where it has no texture whatsoever, and all the water puddles on that. So I saw people go down. <laughs> I I buy it. Yeah. Did they they had like a beach set up around yes. that ride last year okay so they still have this year too okay well i think they were setting up for it uh for some like beach event in the in august or something like to, yeah and then they go yeah. to like halloween stuff and we're i don't yeah, know yeah it looks like halloween is. actually is uh fairly decent for it doesn't seem like a lot of parks do halloween but um a few do and it seems like that, that was one that um might be semi-decent i don't know i mean it obviously. can be creepy enough that's for sure yeah, I mean, half the park looks like it's abandoned. Um, they had a couple of log flumes, which is really weird. They had, like, a mini log flume, which I did, because why not? And they had to oh. uh, use a uh, vacuum cleaner to suck out the logs in between, um, which I think is a lot of the uh, – I, I think that might have been a socket flume. I could be wrong, but um, I, I couldn't really tell the difference between log flumes, what was a mock, what was socket – what was whatever, but um, 
I think that might have been a suckhead. I forget. <laughs> Anyways, and then they had a larger flume, which uh, was like nice. It was like in a foresty area. It was it was okay. Uh, it was very rainy that day, um, so th- there was definitely nobody there that day. Um, they have random animatronic dinosaurs. Yeah, um, they they and their water ride was I think it was definitely themed to something else. I, I I think I remember seeing it was themed to something else in their little history museum they have in their gift shop. Um, yes. With like and, a DVD that was glitching out the whole time when we were trying to watch it. Yeah, but it's now it's like a blatant rip off to Jurassic Park with the actual Jurassic Park soundtrack, of yeah. course, playing. Um, and, and it's so weird. Like, um, it's like they they're trying to theme different rides to things, but then it jumps from one theme to another, from another to um, one ride to another, instead of having you know sections. Uh, or there were sections where then they've had to move a ride around, so they just decided to plop their dinosaur ride over by their pirate area. Okay. Yeah. While they have a dinosaur area, that that was weird. Um, uh, the water, the the, the the rapids ride, I didn't have a chance to do that. I actually had a line, so I I, I skipped it. Uh, I was already wet, so it really wouldn't mattered. But uh, time, uh, which I wasted about a half an hour on that that towboat ride because I was so excited to finally do one of those towboat rides because I've always seen them and I like, oh, I love transportation rides. I like, I've always wanted to do one of these things. Man, did I pick the wrong one to start with. It is a long ride. It, it runs slower than all the other ones, like at a significant rate. It's no longer than any of the other ones. It's probably shorter than the other ones, but it ran probably at like a quarter of the speed of the other ones, maybe a half, but somewhere between a quarter and a half speed. It's, it's like it, a 25 to 30 minute ride. Sure. Yes, it was like 30 minutes long. I, I, I timed it. And and there, unfortunately, I was with a family with uh, – I didn't care about that. I was with a family with uh, two kids, and one of the kids decided to defecate in his diaper right in front of me halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ride the monorail while you were there? No, it's I like didn't. The, okay. I think it's it like had a Lorenzo well. monorail. You know, it's just a weird ride that just happens. No, I saw a lot of those. It's those ones where where you sit in, in like it's like bobsled seating where you sit yeah. two in a row. Yeah, yeah, I saw a lot of those. I rode one of those in Quebec at that zoo, uh, the Granby Zoo. Granby Zoo. Uh, and uh, I saw a bunch of those in Europe. I only ended up riding one because a lot of times they don't have really good capacity. So, you know, yeah. you had to pick and choose sometimes when you uh, have a full schedule. So. I think we can move on from Walligator. It's not a bad park. It's not a good park. It, it. I mean, if you like Raptor and you want a slightly better version of Raptor, it's. I mean, go ahead. It's. Like I, I guess said, it's I, little... I feel bad for the park. That's my big thing. Like I feel like. Yeah, and like Raptor, like they started to paint it, and then they were like, "We ran out of money. Just leave it yeah. as is." Every everything there is like we just we tried, like yeah. in the most half-assed way possible. Um. Let's go to the next park on the list, which is this Baba John Land that we're talking Bob about? Baba John Land, yes. Oh, man, I think I just had a bad day, but at the same time, it, it I've heard it also, sucks. So I've also heard that. It, I mean, I've also I felt like it was just lacking on the maintenance in some areas. Some areas just kind of looked abandoned, and um, operations, I guess, were okay, but it was super crowded. Um, I didn't hurt, didn't help that I, I was going to, uh, Efteling later that day. So the, the earlier I left that park, the sooner I got to Efteling. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I, I did one, a dark ride. It, I forget what it was called. Son of a bitch. Um, we'll talk about other things while I looked that up. 
Um, but uh, let's start with the coasters. Uh, of course, I went to their new coaster. It's a Gershlaller Infinity coaster. Very exciting. Uh, I Unfortunately, I tried to keep this one completely spoiler-free, but a bunch of people... I won't name names, who I've finally, um, actually I will name names, because I finally unfollowed him, finally, for some stupid reason. Uh, theme Park Review, totally fucking spoiled the fact that you could, oh, spoilers, skip ahead like two minutes if you actually really want to be spoiled, because this ride does does something very unique. Um, so, two minutes, starting now. Uh, you can pick two different sides of the station. One will always go forwards. It's a shuttle coaster in a way. Um, it has two turntables. It's a really weird setup. Um, and one side of the station, as I said, you'll always go forwards as you uh, begin your launch and then go through the rest of the circuit. The other side of the station, on your lap bar, you actually have the option to vote if you want to go through the whole circuit backwards. Now, you wonder how this does this. So it dispatches onto a turntable, and then turntable just simply goes one way or another to set your train up. And then at the end of the ride... Uh, it's a triple launch uh, coaster, so it does a triple launch like a lot of coasters does. And the spike is actually, like, way beyond uh, 90 degrees, but you don't really feel it. I only rode it once in the front seat going backwards, so it's very disorienting, and I don't really feel like I really understood what happened. I wanted to ride again forwards, but it just got too busy, definitely. Um, and then at the end, it has another uh, beyond vertical spike, and then you hit the brakes, and it has another turntable to put you back the right direction to, into the station. So really cool concept of how you do that, wouldn't you say? Yeah, very cool. Um, very cool. I mean, it's nothing like mind-blowing with the technology, but like really innovative of using all this different type of technology that they've already developed um, uh, for other rides. Um, yeah, so I can't say anything really bad about Fury. Fury was cool. Um, again, it was kind of hard to give a really good review on it because I only wrote it once. Um, next up, I went right to the coaster I've been waiting so long to ride. Um, Chaos at Opryland uh, was a Vacoma Illusion coaster. Only two were built. The other one is at Bobby Wanland. And uh, Chaos is just... It's just that coaster, like, we all have that coaster that, like, you rode it a bunch of times that day, and you're like, wow, I really like roller coasters. Maybe this is something I'm going to do the rest of my life. And Chaos was that coaster. Why a stupid indoor coaster with some really cool effects was the coaster that that made me realize that? I don't know. But for that reason, it was really sentimental to ride this. And uh, unfortunately, they're not using the – they've been using the same music that Chaos did forever, but – recently with the VR experience, which I did not do, uh, even though I rope dropped the VR, which opened an hour later, people from the regular queue when just decided to hop over to the VR queue. So even though I was like, maybe like should have been on the first train or second train, I was going to probably be on like the 10th train. So I was like, screw that. But um, the coaster itself, very similar to uh, Chaos. It is. It's the same layout, and um, it was intenser that I remember. Um, unfortunately, I think what really pissed me off, and this really got me annoyed, was uh, I guess the front three cars. It has a 40-car long train, so it can seat up to 80 people. This train is ridiculous. 
ridiculous. If you're in the front of the station and you see a dispatch, like you're just you're just like, how long is this train going to keep going? Because if you're in the back car, it literally takes probably 30 seconds to leave the station. It's that long of a train. It's it's pretty cool um, to see. Um, but for whatever reason, uh, they uh, I guess they use the first three cars for ADA and don't let anyone ride there. And no begging or pleading or a little bit of a slip of some euros wouldn't change their mind. You have a vape with you. So that was unfortunate. I'm um, like trying to watch the POV of it now from 1999 because I need to know. It's like, stupid, but it's, you know, again, it's uh, it's just the, the um, sentimental value for me. So I really enjoyed to be able to ride this again uh, before, you know, you know, I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon, but um, just in case, I finally ridden it, so it was great. Um, from there, uh, I did the Gershaler Eurofighter, which is the second Eurofighter ever built. Um, just, I think, a year after or maybe later that year from the one that opened in Denmark. Um, this is the one that they were basically trying to sell as a very portable, like, kind of a carnival coaster layout or, like, setup because it did replace a, a Scorchkoff. So that gives you an idea of what kind of uh, space it took up. Um, wasn't smooth, wasn't didn't bash me around at all, but at the same time, it uh, was kind of a boring layout. Um, had a lot of zero-G rolls that were executed very slowly. Um, I think I was just like, I was expecting the worst, so I didn't, with only one ride, I wasn't able to really relax and be like, okay, this is something I don't need to brace myself for. So it was fine. Uh, and they redid the whole area with Infinity, or with, I'm sorry, with Fury and Typhoon. And they also have a Hoose giant Frisbee. And they all themed that up to kind of like connect them all together. And it looked really nice, to be honest with you. Um, unlike other parts of the park that kind of just look very dated and abandoned looking. Um, let's see what else they have. Uh, they have a, a Moyer Spinner. Uh, which was actually really good. Had a really long line, but man, they did credit to where credit is owed. They they pushed people through extremely quickly. Um, it was basically a full queue, but I only waited about half an hour. Uh, Wild Mouse, nothing to talk about there. They used to have two sides, and only one side is remaining now. Um, Okie dokie. I want to know about Dreamcatcher. I'll, I'll I'm keeping that one for last. Okay. Um, Okidoki is Vacoma roller skater. I believe it is the largest ro roller skater ever built, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, except for the part where, when I first got online, um, it, it was just one of, it, when I first got online, there was only running one train, and eventually, just as I'm getting on, I had the second train. So, waited like 45 minutes for that. Uh, but it was fun as far as a roller skater goes. It has the newer trains with the individual lap bars, really comfortable. Uh, Bob Express is their powered coaster, very long powered coaster, like extremely long. And you do go around twice, and it has this annoying uh, train whistle that blows every time while you're waiting in the queue line, so that got annoying really quickly. But as far as the ride goes for a powered coaster, this was my first mock powered coaster of the trip, first of many, and uh, I really enjoyed it. Actually, it was the second one. I lie. But uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was the older one. And, um, yeah, it was fun. It kind of interacted with the log flume uh, as well, which I would have liked to ride, but, again, too busy. 
Um, Dreamcatcher, uh, running two trains, but man, their their dispatches were slow. Another one where I probably waited more than a half half an hour to 45 minutes. A lot of these rides was a half an hour, 45 minute wait. So that kind of wears on you uh, really quickly, um, except for the first few, which I was able to hit really quickly before the lines got too bad. Um, Vacoma suspended coaster. It used to have trains themed to airplanes, and then they rethemed it to, you know, dream catching with like the ugliest paint job I've ever seen in my entire life. Whoever thought that would have ever looked good, even when it wasn't faded, um, man, they were on an acid trip or something. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. As uh, Alan almost dies. <laughs> yes. As I just, I'm done. Um, uh, okay. It was boring. Didn't really pick up speed. It didn't really have many forces. It was fine. So. Oh, and this was the park where um, uh, most parks, uh, a lot of the parks in France, Belgium, and the Netherlands allowed filming. Germany, most didn't. Um, But this was one of the two that I had to go get permission and then sign something and get a card to show. And then um, Bob Express, usually I'd always just show the the attendant as I was uh, on the ride. But the attendant who was doing the uh, grouping uh, was the one, and she didn't like the fact that I didn't show her a card, and literally grabbed me by the arm and yanked me back, and I was just like, "Whoa!" <laughs> <laughs> Did not really uh, appreciate that, and then like poked me in the stomach. I was just like, "What the heck, woman?" <laughs> so that that didn't help the overall feeling of the day. It was also a pretty hot day, so that didn't help, of course. Um, but it all got better uh, as uh, we'll lead up into part three with Efteling. So that was Bob Land. Uh, it's fine. Seven, eight credits free to get. So, you know, um, and it's close to Efteling, so it's not hard to hit if you're going to Efteling. That's about as good a, a thing I can say. So, as I say, the coaster lineup is fine. There's definitely way worse lineups. So, there you go. All right, so let's go to our next park here. Which is going to be, drumroll please, is it going to be Movie Park? It is going to be Movie Park. So Movie Park, I told you beforehand, was not going to be very good. Oh, I uh, knew. Actually, it wasn't next, but we'll just talk about it because geographically it makes sense. Is it Geiselwind? Is that the actual next one? Yes. Not that it matters, but we'll talk about sure. Movie Park like, right now. Yeah. The um, water rides are good. Yes. Uh, so I, I had a very low, low, like... I, I, I just I, – I, I've seen the park. I've known it's – like it was been owned by a bunch of people, including Six Flags, and it just looked like – um, and it's got, what, seven coasters, does it? Mm-hmm. Um, and all but one are crap, pretty much. So. Yep. <laughs> um, you told me before the trip that you didn't think Bandit could be – you told me this. Well, I didn't think it was bad. I when I say crap, I mean okay, crap is the wrong word to say. None of them are anything to really write home about. Um, well, actually, five of them. Two of them are okay. Um, we'll start in the order of operation or the order that I wrote them. Uh, of course, I went to Star Trek first. Yep. Oh, let's start with how I had the park. So even though the full um, the 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 main parking lot was not full, which I found out later, 
they they directed me to their auxiliary lot, which is literally the furthest I've ever parked away from a park. And uh, as you know, a lot of people know there's another park that's right next to this park. It was closer. That park was closer. The little small park uh, was closer than uh, this than where I had to park. So 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 much so that I didn't even bother to move my car when I went to the other park. I just walked there. <laughs> um but uh so i uh i knew it was gonna be a busy day it was a saturday so i did do their cd pass it was one of the most expensive days i think it was like an 80 dollar day or 80 euro day it was a very expensive day and i i knew i wouldn't really need to ride stuff more than once so i went with the speedy pass that gave me uh one ride on everything except for star trek so i had to go there first uh and uh i as far as a star trek fan is um i thought it was really good i thought you know it doesn't have any of the people from the character they just hired a bunch of german people to do their german pre-show thing but like all the attendants had the star trek uniforms on from the next uh generation series it's all based on next generation which is a very good series uh if you're if you're a star trek fan of course you know that um and I think all the fan service of, you know, walking into the bridge at Enterprise was fantastic. I loved it. Uh, yeah, I thought the theming was fantastic. It was, it was really good. Um, I made a mistake on where I rode this coaster. I rode it in the front seat. I should have ridden in the back seat. I didn't really want to spoil myself on the layout, so I didn't realize that uh, it's a triple launch coaster. I knew that, but I didn't realize that the triple launch coaster had a back spike with a twist on it, meaning if you're in the front seat, you don't really experience that twist at all. So, oops. Um, and they were running one train when I waited, and eventually, of course, they added a second one. I don't know why you don't have a second train on at the beginning of the day on a Saturday at any park, especially one that's, you know, has Germany in the freaking name. So, obviously, it's a popular park. Um so the coaster itself, it was fun. It's a mock uh, mega coaster uh, with a bunch of inversions, uh, like a C. What it had like a loop or did it have a C serpent? Regardless, it was a very good coaster. I loved it. I would have loved the second ride. Uh, that ride alone makes me want to go back just for that to ride that again. But pretty much nothing else. So whether I go back or not on the next trip, to be determined. Um, next up, did. MP Express, which was uh, my final boomerang of the or uh, Vacoma SLC of the trip, but it was fine. Didn't hurt. Wasn't smooth, but wasn't terrible. It was fine. You know, you know what to expect from that. It's been a long time since I've been there, but there was actually still some of the eraser theming on that ride when I was there. Like you can um, see the rail guns uh, posted up in some of the queue line area, and I was like, somebody forgot to take this down. I didn't really. Oh, well, I had the speedy pass, so I didn't see any of that if it was still okay. existed. I doubt it. I doubt it too. Um, next ride. Bandit. Um, didn't see the main queue. Was there anything in there that you remember? I can't recall. Okay, honestly. I probably didn't miss much. Uh, all I know is I didn't have to wait for it. Uh, it, it merged you in right at the station, so I was able to choose where I was sitting. I thought the best place to choose, knowing my son of beast knowledge, because this runs. Premier trains, the same thing. That's correct. Yes. That um, you have to ride in the middle seat. Run. You ride in the middle seat. So I rode the second to last ride, our second rest seat. Um, it was smooth. There was nothing wrong with it. I've ridden way worse things. Voyage is worse. Boulder Dash is worse. Raven is worse. 
Legend is worse. Can I go on? Because I probably could. Swamp Fox is worse. Renegade is worse. There are so many more coasters that are rougher if you're riding in the, the, the second, the middle seat. The Germans in behind me, they didn't seem to be having a very good time. <laughs> uh, <coughs> Not a surprise. Yeah, that uh, ride is. They've done a lot of work on it, though, like a lot of work on it. I don't think a piece of track hasn't been uh, touched on that. But uh, as far as a Cyclone clone goes, it is the most boring one ever. It does nothing. It is forceless. It is pointless. It, Yeah. It, it didn't hurt, though. So, good. Uh, I the know clone... it's supposed to be – I know it's, like, pretty much the, the only one that's, like, worse than that is the one at uh, Madrid as far as those – yeah, that still has goes. its uh, it still has its intimates. No. Oh, okay. And then the one in Spain is SNLB, or the other one in Spain is SNLB. yeah, the uh, Magnus Colossus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which man, that would make a good RMC, considering it's on the side of a cliff. Oh, that would be so good. But anyways. Yeah, but uh, unfortunately, that park's in the wrong place. Anyhow. Yes. Um, um the the Backyardigans Mission to Mars. Uh, this used to have really good theming from what I saw picture-wise. Now it just has a lot of red gravel to make it look like it's on Mars. <laughs> Below yeah, it. Sounds about right. And the uh, the opera man, the operation was so bad. Um, a lot of some of the scanner, some of the rides had a scanner with a turnstile to let you in with the speedy pass. This one, uh, the guy had to uh, like cross it off, and he was the only one operating it. And uh, even worse, there was one car broken on an eight-car train, uh, and he was letting in probably half of the train for Speedy Pass. So those people in that line, which was very long, were probably waiting well over an hour for a roller skate. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't regret having to pay for that. So some people would say, well, they're doing that on purpose, but whatever, you know. I, I didn't sweat my ass off in a non-shaded queue with cr crying kids next to me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, Ghost Chaser, I don't remember if the line was long. They were actually, like, dispatching this thing incredibly. Like, it, as soon as one was cleared the lift hill, another one was going. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. Um, I don't think I would have waited that long if I hadn't skipped the line anyways. But uh, Wild Mouse was kind of jerky. It was fine. Um... And then the final coaster is Jimmy Neutron's Atomic Flyer, which is exactly the same thing as what you rode at Frontier City. And uh, mm -hmm. it's 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 a Vacoma uh, suspended coaster, not the old school ones, the inverted suspended coaster. So it swings out and all that stuff. Uh, it's not that a, intense uh, layout, so it's fun, but it's not like it's not something I like. I I like riding um, Freedom Flyer. Like you usually want to go to. Uh, fun spot I ride that once or at least once maybe twice uh, this I, I if if I went back to this park and it had a long line and I wasn't with someone without the credit I, I um the, the, the gem of this park um oh and also Van Has Van Hasling's factory uh this is an indoor Gerschlauer bobsled I have no I know nothing about Van Hasling so I have no idea if it's a good theming uh, I obviously miss the I missed the queue line, so I, I assume I missed some pretty cool theming in there. But as far as the theming of the ride goes, it looked pretty cool. It was a pretty good Gershler bobsled. Not amazing, because it is very short. It just has two very short tills. Uh, very forceful, some good laterals, some good airtime. It was fun. It was great. I wish I had had a chance to ride that one again, too. 
Um, so their indoor coaster is fantastic as well. Um, and then as far as the rest of the park goes, I mean, it's just a mismatch of like a lot of un, very sparsely themed rides. Like they have a drop tower, not a lot of theming. They have a topspin, not a lot of theming. They have a disco coaster with absolutely no theming, uh, which is in the they have a section theme to the Santa Monica Pier or Santa Monica. Like why? I guess Hollywood movies, I, I guess, because they film a lot of commercials on that area. Like, it was just like a cheap explanation to do what they did. Uh, yeah, the, the ice, did you go on the Ice Age ride? I don't think they have that anymore. They don't? They did, I didn't do it. I'm, I'm I, looking it up right now. I'm like, they must, they must. Yeah, yeah oh. right, it's, it closed in 2016, it looks like. So okay, they they this they also had I did also a ride theme to like Mayhem, uh, Mayhem, uh like you know like a Tomb Raider type thing, and it's uh, yeah. a tunnel simulator where you uh this is the same thing I meant to talk about at Bob Joland Land, and uh, I didn't know what it was, and I, you know sometimes I just like to be surprised. I didn't want to read anything into it, and the two times that I I'm... really wanted to surprise myself, I ended up into two of these ride systems that are one of the worst ride systems I've ever ridden. Uh, man, I don't know what's worse, this or Fast and the Furious. Uh, it, I was gonna say I, so I've done bad. a few of these now, and none of them are good. Is this the same thing that Earthquake has? Earthquake in Gatlinburg? Like, no. Okay. No, that's right, that's don't, they don't literally me on that, bro. They built that by themselves. Oh, okay, so that probably has some charm to its crappiness. Oh um, yeah. Well, for one, it's not screens, so there's that. Yeah. It, it, so it's uh the the queue on both of them were pretty good at Bajuland and this one. Both of them basically had a temple theme more or less. Um and uh even with the quick the speedy pass, I I was the first one there, and I had to wait there for like 20 minutes, and I should have just left. I was so stupid to stay. Um. But uh, yeah, it just it, you you sit in these vehicles that are kind of similar to, like the you know it, 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 they 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 reminded me a lot of Kong and Fast and the Furious. Uh, but I don't want to group Kong in there because I do like Kong. I hate Fast and Furious. I'll never ride that piece of crap again, or nor these. And then you just you go forward. Uh, it's two cars. So if you're in the and fortunately both times I was able to go in the front seat. Uh, if you're in any other seat. Your experience is probably even worse. It's just this 3D that is the projections on both of them, both parks, the projectors were just so light, so it was really hard to see what you were seeing. The 3D was terrible. The effects were terrible. The movie was boring. Regardless of not knowing any of the language, it didn't really matter. I don't think it would have helped. Avoid these two rides at Bajo Land and Movie Park like it's the plague. You said you've done some of these? Yeah, I've done three of them in the U.S. None of them were were worth my time. Like just none of them. Yeah. I, I I just you, you sit there and it's it's basically just a more expensive standard motion simulator. Like you know this is a way to to have it completely around you, but it it's still it's not completely around you. It's not around the back. You know, it, and it's, you turn all the way around, you, you'll see a wall. And it, it kind of make you feel like you're kind of like actually moving. But once you actually move in there, like there's no point. Yeah. I just, you know, I I rode, there was, uh, there's one at. um, It was called the Lost Temple here, by the way, at Movie Park. Yeah, the one I rode, there was one at the Hub Zero, which is the Final Fantasy, uh, the game series, obviously. But uh, that would actually interest me, but no, right? 
Yeah, I'm sorry to tell. I'm I'm sorry to let you know that <laughs> it's not going to meet any of your desires. I mean, no. I played Final Fantasy VII a lot once a lot, yeah, 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 once upon yeah. a time. Oh no. man, no, no. Um, and then there was also one that was themed to a car chase, Bollywood Park, and there was another one. Oh, um, not Capital Bullet Train, but the other attraction in the Hunger Games section. And uh, so if I go to have, UIA, just avoid them. Don't even bother. If I hated these bother. ones, I'll hate yeah. them just as much. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. Uh, when I, whenever I go to UAE, I'll, 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 I'll hit you up and be like, Alan, I need to know which ones are because I don't like to, you know, you don't understand why I didn't do any research into it because I kind of wanted to be completely surprised. I thought it, I didn't realize what it was going to be until I got to the station and I was like, oh, no, <laughs> it's this not thing. again. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the water rides. Let's talk about the water rides at this point. The water rides, they have three water rides. Um I think they have a splash. They have four. They have a splash battle as well. I didn't do any splash battles because I don't mind getting wet, but not when I was in Europe. I didn't want to get that wet. Um, and a lot of the water rides in Europe have no filtration, so like to get that soaked didn't really appeal to me. When there's no filtration and it's kind of nasty smelling water. When you when you get a little bit of water on your face, it's okay. But when it's like completely drenched, no. Um, they have one theme to Dora the Explorer, which I felt so crappy to use to skip the line pass because I didn't know if there was anything inside the mountain. And I just was like, what if there's some cool animatronics in there? Even though it's Dora the Explorer, that would be cool. Uh, there was none. And I just skipped a bunch of kids and whatever. Um, let's talk about the the Rapids ride that was formerly themed to the NeverEnder story, I believe. Yes. Now themed to Excalibur. Uh, it starts out mostly indoors for a rapids ride, which is really weird and really cool. And I love it. And I wish more parks would do it because it, uh, really, um, man, it was good. The theming is so good on it. Um, but I think the re-theming on it is, um, I don't know. I think they removed just enough that they could, um, I don't, I'm not familiar with never ending story whatsoever. Uh, I kind of want to be, especially now with stranger things three. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was really enjoyable. I loved it. Uh, Speedy Pass, unfortunately, I think just the way the queue is set up with, like, the turntable and all that stuff uh, merged you kind of early. So you still had to wait, um, like, 15 minutes. But I bet the other, the, I bet the whole line was probably an hour and a half to two hours. So I shouldn't be complaining that much. But still something for if you go and you get the Speedy Pass, just be aware of it. And don't skip these water rides, at least the two that we're talking about now. Um yeah, it was fantastic. Um, and then, you know, it has the outdoor sections with amazing theming. Like, it was good. Really good. Like, not quite Fantasia Land, but, like, pretty dang good, right? Yeah. Um, and then uh, the new, semi-new attraction this year is a re-theme of their, uh, what would you call it, a shoot-to-shoots or a rap? Rapid or a flume ride? It was somewhere in between. It didn't really it's feel like, like a, it's kind of like a spillwaterish flume. I yeah. Guess is what I would call it. So like basically like pirates, basically, but with a little bit more wetness or a lot yeah. more wetness. Fair. Um, theme to like you're breaking into Area 51 and you see a lot of aliens and stuff. And uh, I don't remember much about it, but I liked it. I know that's very, very informing, but. Um, <laughs> This was the last thing I did, so I was so ready to be out. So. But um, then I went over to the small little park, which we'll talk about in the next podcast briefly. But uh, spoiler, I enjoyed it over there more. 
it was way more unique and quirky and interesting. This knockoff of Universal Studios. Um, let's, it could be better. It could be could better, be right? Better. Yeah. Let's do. I'm thinking we should save uh, a certain park that you were to take a long bus ride to, and the parks that would be perhaps of the most interest to the non-immersive uh, irony podcast listeners for a separate show. I think we could delve deep into both of that stuff in the next show. Okay. Um, but let's do Frights and Land Geiselwind. Okay. So this is located about an hour from Nuremberg. Um, and I, I pretty much just added this one in because... Well, I was going to the park with the wooden El Toro, the Germany El Toro, not to be confused with Colossus or any Intamin prefab. This is a GCI. And I looked at the park lineup and be like, yeah, that's a park I want to go to, but I don't think it deserves my entire day. What's nearby? Eh, about two hours from that park was Fritzen Land Grisborg, however you pronounce it. Um, this was the most American feeling park ever. It was the most ghetto park ever. It probably ri- rivals some American parks as being ghetto. But when I when I turned the corner and I saw eight inflatables, I was just like, "Oh my god! <laughs> wow, that is uh that is quite interesting." Um, it, it's got six credits. They've added quite a few recently. So uh, it has that going for itself. Uh, that that that's for sure. Um, but uh, we'll start with the first one. They have a boomerang. Yep. Yay. Wasn't smooth. Wasn't rough. Was fine. Uh, they have a wacky room called Doggity Dog, with the same trains as the what Martin's Fantasy Island has. Yeah, I was gonna say exactly that. And there's. Uh, then it has. Oh God. Uh, Drathen, Dragonhole. Okay, that's not actually what I was trying to pronounce, but uh, sure, we'll go with Dragonhole now. This is a Zir Helldiver, uh, which has had a lot of history. Um, it, it it traveled on the German circuit, and uh, it uh, it was at the park previously, then left the park, and now it's back again. Woo! And uh, rethemed a little bit. Um. It has like its own like canopy dome that's built into the the base frame of the uh, portable coaster, so it's indoor. Um, it, it really it's the only Zero Hell Diver, but to be honest with you, it just kind of felt like a different layout. Um, uh, Flitzer, it felt very yeah. similar to Flitzer. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks a lot like a Jetstar One or Flitzer. So. Yeah, and it was hot I mean, as that's hell not necessarily that bad. Time. Uh, the cars look pretty awesome. I'll say they that. They were pretty awesome. Uh, like, there was, was there no, there was no lap bar. There might have been a seatbelt, but very free, basically. Um, and uh, I rode it twice, um, and it was fun. Uh, it had some, like, lightning effects inside, so it wasn't completely barren. But it was also hot as hell inside of a canvas tent <laughs> without any air conditioning. Uh, so there you go. Um, we'll talk about the mock powered coaster. Um, it was like, Power enzyme. yeah, that was like the standard portable layout. It was very, it was like two helixes. It was very standard, but again, I love powered coasters. I think they're fun. So it was okay. 
Uh, and we went around probably, God, how many times did we go? I think we ran around like 10 or 15 times. Then the employees here did not give two fucks whatsoever. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, so uh, the coaster, two coasters that I actually was really interested in riding, and which actually kind of made me go to this park, other than the fact that I had time that day, uh, was uh, the Zier Spinner, which is actually the first modern spinning coaster um, ever built. Uh, you know, a steel modern spinner. I mean, of course, you had like the stuff back in the day with the Virginia reels and some experimental stuff, but if, correct me if I'm wrong, but 1995 or 1994, whenever it was built, that's pretty early for a spinning coaster, right? I feel like there might have been one in uh, in Japan. Weren't a lot of those retrofitted, though, later? It's entirely possible. Okay. I'm going to do a quick look real quick. A very um, early, very early spinner. Um I, it's basically like um, it, it's a very basic layout, but uh, uh, man, it spun like hell. Uh, uh, the first time uh, I was paired with a little girl and we spun crazy, and I then I rode again by myself and I spun even worse. Uh, considering all it is is an oval with a helix in the middle, so basically somewhat of a similar layout to like a Zamperla family coaster uh, with an enclosed helix, by the way, with rock work. Uh, because why not? Um, this is like the only theming in the entire park. Let me let me preference that there was like <laughs> no theming in this park, um, or very little, uh, or or they tried, and I'll talk about that later. Um, but uh, the, the 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 so the the dispatches of this. So uh, the second time, right in front of me, there was an open lap bar. And the guy was smoking a cigarette, and he just sent it, and then he just reached out and slammed the lap bar shut. <laughs> I never saw him leave his control booth once. He he had a stick to open up the gate and close the gate. He, he had everything set up, so he never had to leave the booth. And that was pretty much how I felt about everyone at this park. Uh, it was uh, very interesting. Um, then there was uh, Cobra. The, the the first of two cobras I rode on this 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 trip, uh, uh, th this park uh I Facebooked them and they said I couldn't film but uh, I should have brought it in anyways because I doubt anyone would have cared if I'd filmed with a with a harness, um but cobra is the interpark whirlwind, Alan, you want to tell the people what a whirlwind is and its reputation in the United States really quickly? Sure. So the brief history. Of the one whirlwind or this wild wind that uh, that oh, appeared. Oh, wild wind. Sorry, oops. Um, from Interpark was at uh, was actually erected at Rye. Um, they put it up, they tested it, and I was actually at the the winter event. I think this is nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, somewhere around there. Yeah, I'm looking at the RCDB now. It's uh, so we went for like a winter event with the. You know, like the Ace New York region, the Rye Playland, and this would have been like January or February of 2000. And we all inquired. We're like, "Well, what's going on with the Wild Wind? We know it got put up." And they're like, "Yeah, it's not going to run." <laughs> uh, it had like it had a jolt of about four lateral G in the inversion, and we're like, "That sounds bad." And they were like, "Yeah, it's bad." So we're not gonna we're not gonna run it. And it was then sold off to Keensburg. No, uh, I think. 
was it Keensburg or was it Ocean City? Went to Keensburg first, then it went to Motor World in Virginia Beach. Oh. And it never opened to the public, did that ride. And that was the only time that a wild wind has ever appeared in our good country. Sort of. In fact, on our, on our continent. Um, um, I don't know where that lateral jolt comes from. Um, as far as my experience with, uh, uh, I wrote it three times and they send you around twice. So mm -hmm. I technically went six times and uh, I braced for the worst every single time. And I mean, I don't know. If you're smaller and you could move around a lot more, I can see this being a problem. But with me being so tall, I, I just had no problems with it. None whatsoever. It could be um, if there was a like, track issue with the original one too. I mean, it, 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 it the 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 inversion looks impossibly small. The 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 twist looks impossibly fast for the train to traverse them. Um, it was fine. I mean, it wasn't amazing, but uh, I wanted to ride it because of the legacy of the one in America, and uh, it was fine. I liked it. That's good. You know, I mean. Most of them are in like Venezuela and Tunisia and the Philippines now. So, and if there know. was a big problem with it, especially with the TUV, like it's not like it would have opened in Germany because of that. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I wonder if the one that was sold in the U.S. had some sort of track defect. It had to have. Um, I, I, for how compact it is, it's actually kind of impressive, in my opinion, because it's like it's incredibly small. Like there are a lot of flat rods that are probably taking up more area than this thing. So, it's incredible. Well, if you want to ride one and you're, you're not going to Germany, there's always the option of uh, visiting but, Kurdistan. Uh, isn't there one in the Philippines? There's one in Iraq. There's one in the Philippines. Which uh, is not a great one, place to go to. <laughs> there's one that's, which is listed as under construction at Wonderland Eurasia. Oh, which... wow. They have one of those, too? Wow, I forgot. Yeah. That. Well, they got them all there. They got all the, 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 the highlights at Wonderland <laughs> or Eurasia. I mean, God. I don't even know if it's still operating or not, but, you know, it did open for about two weeks uh, right around the time of the election. Um, yeah, that's, and that looks that's like their, their Facebook is being updated, so they're doing something. So there you go. Uh, um, this park also had a the terrible – this is the second incident of this that I ran into uh, – you rode one, I think. Did you do the drop tower at Belwardi? Was that the the Hus one? Yes, the Hoos. Man, those yeah, Hooses are bad. Oh my god! And they tried to theme it to Volcano, and it's just so funny. I'm pretty sure it's a portable model, but they decided to theme it to a volcano, and they just decided to put the the chicken wire down right on top of all the portable like walkways and stuff, and then spray all the the you know the concrete. So, like, literally it goes from concrete to the portable walkway, the metal grate walkways. I'm just like, guys, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I know you're trying here, but, like, you could do so much better. Like, just cover up those walkways so it looks a little better, you know? Like, do something here. Oh, my God. So, and then it had, like, this ter terrible, like, indoor, like, um, dinosaurs alive thing. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> So those were the, like, really bad parks. Uh, you know, I don't regret any of them because I got a lot of credits out of them, but I wouldn't really – none of them on my uh, running out to go back to. Um, again, the only one I might end up back as is Bobby Wan Land because it's so close to Efteling and it's eight credits, so Ariel would probably be interested in getting eight credits. And so, And I wouldn't mind riding Revolution again and trying Fury for a second time. But the rest, you know – Skip. So, but uh, so we're gonna have we'll have another episode soon enough. Yeah. Uh, where we're gonna go what we kind of go over like 
I guess the middle ground is what we'll call yeah, it. Yeah, and I think it's going to be a lot of a lot of parks uh, I went to for two reasons. There was something I really wanted to ride at the park, and I'd like to highlight those things at the park or something unique I found at them. Like the first park I went to, man, it had one of the most unique dark rides I've ever been on. Um, and uh, I can't wait to tell you about that one. Um, and you can add some highlights. Too, you can already so. see my uh, vlog on that first park. So got that up while I was in uh, Europe before things got too crazy. And when I actually had uh, good Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah, negative. Like, Wi-Fi sucks in Europe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Internet that's sucks in Europe. It is terrible. Um, especially if you're in rural. Like, just forget it. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so we're going to go through the highlights, a lot of unique stuff and all that stuff. And then the last trip, we'll probably talk about the four or five major parks that everyone has heard about. So, um, yeah, it, so far it's, uh, you know, nice to talk about it, and it was an amazing trip, and I didn't die. So Yes, yes. We're very glad about that. I you almost definitely died. got canceled from Parkscope. You were still here. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost died twice since getting back. Uh food poisoning and then um i went to the beach on sunday um i don't go to the beach very often and uh i forgot about the fact where you if you're sitting in the same place uh you need to apply sunscreen way more frequently if you're moving around a lot <laughs> needs to say i have not moved a lot in the last two days because it hurts like everywhere so. i'm not sure if that counts as as being uh a life-threatening situation oh. necessarily but Certainly okay. painful. Yes. Okay. Oh, and um, on the way back, I was going to stop at Kingsburg to shoot a video to do the exact opposite of making it look good. And uh, we got there, and I was tired from the beach. Hadn't realized how burned I was yet at that point. Um, but we, we got there. We got parked. It would have cost like a dollar to feed the meter for a little while. And I, I just looked at Ariel and I was I, I can't do it. <laughs> I just looked at it from the outside. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. I stepped inside. I had her go inside to see if their chaos was by chance running. She came back and she's like, the, the, operate, the operator's panel doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Keensburg. Uh, nothing topped that in Europe, though. It's the worst park I've ever been to. So... Well, uh, I'll make a video of that place eventually. I'm going to put a lot of effort into it, though. So, what's going on with you this weekend? Cedar Point. Ooh. And it's your point. All so, right, cool. Only my second visit there this year. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, I've been using my Platinum Pass at literally every other park in the chain, essentially, but... Um, yeah, I do? will surprise, surprise, actually going to Cedar Point this year because, uh, well, we don't... We don't need the entire weekend at Kings Island and, uh, well, Steel Vengeance. So uh, Yeah, that's a good reason. And we kind of want to check out both haunts. So I think we're going to um, we're gonna play it by ear because of the uh, how, you know, you know what can happen with operating there and late in the yeah. season, early in the yeah. season. So we're going to play it by ear. But we're, we're, we're thinking that Kings Island will be very dead on Sunday because it was this past Sunday. So hopefully it will be similar or at least you know, less busy. So, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's cool. And then this weekend is the big weekend of, uh, Phoenix fall fun fest, the, uh, annual event. So it is my, my buddy Kyle will be out there starting on Thursday. Okay. If I run I'm into sure. him, I will not ignore him. 
So, <laughs> I don't want to be an asshole. <coughs> oh, man. So, we will be back with more podcasts. And, yep. Yeah. Yep. And right. Joe's in, uh, Joe's in um, Orlando Joe's right in Orlando. now. So, so, Joe is going to do... I guess I'll save all the Paris stuff for him, right? That would make sense, right? Sure. I guess. Yeah. So everything will be contained in these three podcasts of Europe, except for that, because Joe's the Disney guy, so he's going to want to hear about Disneyland Paris. Yes. So, and then Joe and I will probably also talk about Horror Nights as well. So, Look for that but, somewhere on the channel. It'll happen. Yep. So all, all is right. good. We'll be back soon. Enjoy the rest of your wherever you are, doing whatever it is you do. Thanks for listening. Don't eat anything you shouldn't. The button. There we are.